0: And you are watching another Blewitts Blitz film review. He has that ability too. Trust me, he definitely does. Just his ability to catch balls outside of his frame, his leaping ability, his ability to hang in the air, his yak ability—it's—it's—it's it's, it's all there. <laughs> Lowers his helmet. Low man wins. Bang! Rocks a guy. Hall running free. Brees all inside the ten. He's gonna score. The, the corners all do their job you know if you look at the if you look at the picture right here lock 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 third and one it's always drilled what a great defensive play I don't try to Monday morning quarterback any of the reviews I do and I'll try to be honest with a lot of the things I, I put up. And you are watching slash listening to another edition of Blood Splits. I'm sorry I'm late. I saw some comments in there uh, criticizing my lateness. I apologize. Um, Verizon out at the Verizon store trying to get a new iPhone and uh, with my wife. And it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. I thought it was going to be back in time. Um, unfortunately, I was not, so I apologize for the tardiness. Uh, regardless, we'll stay for about two hours or so, as long as you guys are keeping it uh, up in the chat. So let me say hello to some people, obviously talking about the Jets' 32-6 victory um, against the Texans. The one game, the one Jets game I did not go to this year. Um, just busy around the house with the newborn coming, all that stuff, and uh, seeing how it was going to rain and, and kind of predicting how the game was going to go. I was a bad fan. I didn't go. Uh, sue me, you know. I, I I went to the other, what nine nine games this year? Eight other home games, and then the Dallas game. So I missed this one. And of course, it's probably I wouldn't say the best one. I, I think the Bills game uh, was still the best game, and maybe the Eagles game, um, even though it was pretty ugly the entire time. I, I would probably say that the Texans game was the second best game. I missed it, but still fun to talk about. Fun to watch the Jets win. Obviously, hurt their draft stock. It is what it is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose my lose my brain about it because there's still gonna be plenty of players who are available, you know, in the 10s, 11s, 12s, 13s. Uh, I don't fall into the mindset of oh well you know there's plenty of good players who are picked at ten or there's or plenty of good players who are picked at fifteen or twenty I get that but you still rather have the top pick because then you get your choice of the litter you know it's like saying oh well you know you don't have to draft a quarterback in the in in the first round because Tom Brady was available in the sixth we'll just draft all our quarterbacks in the sixth round now so it doesn't necessarily correlate but um, yeah I'm 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 okay with with the dub um, I said before the game Hart says when. Head says, don't win. Once the game starts, I'm, I'm rooting for the Jets to win. I get excited when there's good plays, et cetera. So, um, and it's a little bit different with this team than it was in 2020. The 2020 Jets, who gives a shit if Frank Gore wins? Who gives a shit if, if Adam Gase wins or any of these scrubs who are not going to be on the team the next year? At least with these wins, you, you, you have some... Like building blocks, block wins with guys like JJ and Sauce and MC Two and Reed and all these guys who are going to be here for for hopefully a, a few years. So it means a little bit more than it did in the past. And and you do want to figure out how to win and build and build like a a more winning culture um, because you're not going to go from a five and twelve team this year to a Super Bowl team next year. So let's get some let's get some Ws in their in their pockets. I'm, I'm completely okay with it. Um, and we'll see what happens the rest of the the road because technically it can still make the playoffs. I think it's about a 1% chance. I think it's 11% if, if the Jets win all their games. We'll see what happens this week. Banged up Miami Dolphins team. Um, Tyreek Hill, is he going to play? Robert Hunt was one of their better players. He's apparently not going to play. Um, I know Armstead is hurt. Is he going to play? Uh, I believe their set is, is it? Connor, is it Connor Williams is their center, I believe. I believe he might be out, and we might be facing Jonathan Harrison, which is wild because Jonathan, I didn't know Jonathan Harrison was still in the league. I, I would never imagine he is, but hey, uh, Quentin Williams might be able to face him on, on, on Sunday. So it uh, could be a pretty interesting game if the Jets win it. Then, hey, you, you got the Commanders. Okay, like let's, let's stack some wins and... Maybe the Jets do make it by the by the skin of their balls. I don't know. Probably not. But um, we'll, well, I'm okay with the win for now. So let's say hello to the chat again. Sorry, I'm late. Nine nineteen a.m. Uh, yes, Zach. Can I guess get to squish the fish? Uh Oh, oh my look. Oh my look who I found. Shocking. Yeah, I'm gonna be try to be more consistent with the stream times. Um, now that I'm doing them alone, I might just do them on Fridays. Fridays works a little bit easier for me. Uh, wife is home, I don't have to worry about the dog and all that stuff. She's always off, and my schedule rotates obviously so much that it's it's I can't lock down a day. Like there's there is no Thursday at eight that I'm always available. It just does not exist in, in the world I live in. So um, I'm gonna try to do it Fridays though, because I think I could do pretty much every single Friday. Maybe variable with the time or variable time a little bit, but Friday should be maybe the new day. I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, Eagle Fang says pro tank here. I'm going to turn the sound off on this new phone and all that. Um, Okay. Uh, Pro tank here, but I will not be upset if the jets upset the fish this week. Miami dolphins uh, will always be the team. I dislike more than any other team. Yeah. Eagle. I'm with you. Um, it's, it's the dolphins number one for me. Uh, Dolphins, Pats, I would say probably two, three, three is probably the Giants, and then it's the Bills. I, I don't I don't really hate have a lot of hate towards the Bills. I have like hate towards some specific Bills fans and like segments of the Bills population, but I don't really mind the Bills so much. Um I'm not surrounded by Bills fans. I'm surrounded by Giants fans. Like I said, my entire family is Giants fans at like Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever it may be. All Giants. Um there is there is no um there is no jet fans in my family minus minus my son who's coming uh my wife and i think i converted my mom and that's that's about it that's about it stanley fired yeah i saw that i even see the game the game was like 63 to 14 if i'm not mistaken something like that eagle um absolutely wild i checked the halftime because it is fantasy football playoff time um and i was facing austin eckler and eckler had like four points so i was thankful that they got blown out so quickly where they couldn't really run the ball um but yeah, absolutely wild for your last game to be a loss to a divisional opponent, getting blown out 63 to 14 or whatever the, whatever the final score ended up being. That's going to be a highly coveted job though, because of some of the talent they have. Um, obviously, having a top five to ten quarterback in the league who's young starting off is a pretty good spot. Um, to end up as a, as a new head coach. So we'll see what they do. I'm sure there's going to be people lining up for that job. Ben Johnson, Bill Belichick might get fired at the end of the year. And that and with Bill Belichick, too, it's funny because we talked about it last week. Like the most Jets thing to do would be to lose all of these games, go to week 18, win that game. You know, um, and then Bill Belichick gets Caleb Williams or Drake May or, or whoever he's going to get. Um, but now it's his last game at the Pats. I kind of want to beat him, <laughs> you know. I don't, I don't want Bill Belichick to to walk out sixteen and zero his last games against the Jets. Like I'm in the mode now. Like fuck it, let's just beat the Pats. I, I I don't want my his his last game of the Pats to be a win against the Jets. Like that's that's a perfect not not the perfect way for him to go out. But I would like to make it that much worse for him and and go out on an L to the team he hates the most. So, um, Chris says I think we'll uh, see another 300 yard perform. Oh, another fan with the highlight. I don't know if the person wants me to highlight who they are, but I did get an, uh, a a letter is a letter accompanied by somebody made my uh the, the newborn jet socks which by the way absolutely awesome somebody handed it these which again, I'll, I'll keep the name private unless they want me to say it but um absolutely awesome socks that, that i got from from that individual and then the other and then the individual also sent me these things uh which i tried which are So it's it's like a candy, and the guy basically said, like, hey, these are absolutely dreadful, and I like them, and other people don't like them. Uh, Try them and see if you like them, and I tried them, and it is probably the worst thing I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, It's like a black licorice, and you start to chew it, and it tastes kind of weird and, like, bad, and then at a certain point, like – a warm disgusting juice releases like after like 25 chews it is the worst thing i've ever had in my life which was the point of it but um i really appreciate that person that's honestly uh ridiculously awesome i never anticipated somebody knitting me my my newborn socks like fucking ridiculously awesome so i appreciate that person a lot um i'll keep their name private but uh fantastic i i really appreciate it and, and the letter was awesome too um awesome to to know all that stuff but Let's keep moving on. Uh, Chris says, "Joe, have you ever watched the movie Midnight Run with Robert De Niro? If, if not, highly suggested. Um, I have not, but I have been on a movie kick, especially with with my wife, who's about to go on maternity leave and all that stuff. I'm sure we'll be watching some movies, so I'll I'll put it into the into the docket. I think uh, after this stream is going to be the it's either if I win if I win the the movie argument or the movie conversation, it's going to be Oppenheimer. If I don't win the movie argument, it's probably going to be Avatar. I'm cool with both." I rather watch Avatar or uh, Oppenheimer, but we'll we'll see what happens tonight. But I'll I'll keep uh, the movie Midnight Run. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Eagle Fang says if Tyreek Hill is not playing for the Dolphins on Sunday, the Jets' chances of victory goes up big time for sure. Um, and even if he does play, he's going to have you know a, a sprained ankle, so I'm sure he'll be limited. But still, it's Tyreek Hill, and you still have to roll coverage. You still have to pay attention to him, um, and that makes it a little bit more difficult to lock down on guys like uh Jalen Waddle so if you're trying to win the game obviously you 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 don't want him to play we'll see what happens I'm assuming he's gonna push it a little bit now how much how much kind of how much like say, does he have towards the Dolphins coaching staff because if he's a little bit injured and the Dolphins coaching staff and doctors like maybe you should chill for a week listen the dude's gonna retire in a year or two he said that he doesn't want to play until he's kind of in, in until he's I think he. I think he said he wants to play until he's like 28 or 29, which is like a year or two. Um, I'm not sure the exact quote or what he what he said about it, but um, the dude wants 2,000 yards. So I think he has about 450 yards to go in four games. And if you don't, if he doesn't play this game, then you got to get about 150 yards a game for the next three. I think he might push it a little bit this one and try to get some easy yards, which is kind of stupid overall when, when the Dolphins are are they the second or third seed in the in the AFC right now? So should you really be pushing it to get a record when your team may be in the playoffs in a couple of weeks? Probably not. But how much does say does Tyreek Hill have again in that organization? I'm not sure. Um, Justin Jets says even without Hill. I, I think our chances of winning are, are, are a long share are, are a long shot. Our offense is just not good. We were good for one half all year. I hope I'm hopeful as, as a fan, it continues, but my logical set is fighting me. I think that's a, like that. That's the, Probably the smartest way to to be as a Jets fan, Justin, because we've been burned so much in the past. Where even if something's starting to look positive, it turns quickly to a negative. So I think being at a point where the Jets have to prove it to you is is a smart place to to come from. Um, because the jets haven't shown two games that were good together in terms of the offensive side of the ball. Um, they've rarely had good offensive outputs in, in, in the last five to 10 years. So when they explode on offense and they score basically, you know, 30, they they score 30 points, which took them the prior three or four weeks to total. Um, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that you should just bank on them replicating. But with that being said, do you, do you hope that Zach Wilson just says, you know, he kind of lives like he did did, uh, this game and says, screw it. I'm just, I'm going to throw some risky balls. I'm going to throw some balls over flat defenders. I'm going to roll out of the pocket. Um the play where he rolls out to the left after Beckton got beat, which by the way, I got to go back and watch that. Somebody commented in the video which I, you know, I'm not I'm not going to ever not miss anything. Um and pre-snap and they're making some communication between um Wilson and Baldwin that was jacked up, and Baldwin was supposed to chip the edge rusher who beat Beckton, and that's why he sat so heavy to the inside or the outside. Um, I gotta go back and watch that. So there may be one Becton sack that I kind of uh gave him a little bit too much criticism on. But with that being said, obviously still not the um the best game from him. But with that being said, Wilson rolls out to the left. You have a dagger concept on the on the backside crease concept. I forget exactly what it was. Dagger just has the check down of the of the drag. The, the crease is, is just the two routes individual. Um or just the two routes instead of the three. And instead of checking down to Baden on a on a second and long or a third da- or third and long, I think it's second and like fifteen or something like that. And Baden would have made it third and twelve. Nope. Screw that! I don't need Baden. I'm gonna go backside to Garrett Wilson, crossing, you know, shrieking across the field, go across my body while floating out to the left, and throw a ball that has to be in a pretty big location. Like it wasn't in, the, it wasn't the tightest window throw, but it had to be in a window before the safety dropped down, and he was able to do that. He had that really nice ball. He had the nice ball to, um, I believe it was Ruckert in in the red zone. Um, where he had a conflict with the, with the flat defender. So if Zach Wilson continues to play the way he did, then uh, I think they have at least a chance to, to beat the dolphins. I'm never going to say no. Um, and you, and you got to hope that Nathaniel Hackett kind of plays the same way he did. And and maybe I should be a little bit more um, stat knowledgeable, or I should, I should, or I should look into the stats a little bit more, but I see some things like passively kind of depends on how basic my week is, but I know, uh there were some stats about Nathaniel Hack and how he ran the offense a little bit differently i think the most obvious thing that he did in this game was you know i believe it was open the the, the second half he, 10 straight passes when's the last time we've, we we did 10 straight passes um especially to start the game it was that first down run dalvin cook first second down run dalvin cook third uh, third down was an out route to 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 uh to um garrett wilson that they completed but i thought it was going to be kind of a shitty game like we've seen from the offensive coordinator, but you definitely saw some more uh, passing on first end, at least a little bit more. I've never seen 10 straight passes from Hackett. And then you also had more motion. I'm not sure if the numbers are, I'm not sure what the numbers are on the motion. I, From my personal perspective, watching all the games on film, again, I don't chart. um, It definitely looked like they were using more pre-snap motion, um, which obviously helps the quarterback identify coverages and things like that. So, you know, was it just one person? Was it just Hackett for this output? Was it just um uh, Zach Wilson? No, I think it was a combination of both. I think it was um probably a little bit more Wilson and him playing free and not being scared to throw the ball. Um, so I'm hoping they continue that. You know, listen, let's not let's not ever have a quote again, it's a race to 20 points. Like, no, let's let's let the kid fail, but but if he's going to fail, fail his way, fail like BYU Zach. Like we never we, we didn't draft Zach to be You know, a game manager. So let let him ball out. You know, let him let him let him play how he wants to play for the next four games and and rip it a little bit. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least you know what you have because um, there's been there's been a a there's been a a freaking grocery list of problems with with the offense. Again, it's not just Zach, it's not just Hackett, it's not just the offensive line. And same thing when we have success, it's not just Hackett, it's not just the the offensive line, it's not just Zach. Um, And I saw some people on on Twitter kind of giving more credit to the offensive line this week. I don't see that. Um, Tomlinson had a really bad sack allowed. Beckton looked dreadful this game, just absolutely terrible. And, you know, I put up the video and, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you're, you're too hard on Becton, whatever. You know, he's injured. Okay, well, am I not supposed to evaluate the film out there? Am I supposed to say, hey, this is a really bad sack allowed, but he's injured? Or am I, am I, am I supposed to say, hey, this is a bad play, but disclaimer, he was injured before? You know, like I'm, I'm supposed to evaluate what's out there and what's been out there has been bad. Um, I don't, you know, the, and the numbers say the same. I know Nania, if you want to go out there and, and look up his article, you know, there are numbers out there about how bad his pass block win rate is, um, how bad his his penalties are. I think he's like second highest in tackles and penalties. I think he's like 10 pre-snap penalties or 10 penalties, something like that. And the next highest guy is like 12, but he's like two or three in penalties right now. Um, he was injured in, in, in prior years. So... The Becton experiment this year is not working out well. Um, so what do you want to do with him moving forward? It's kind of a loaded question because, you know, it's easy to say, hey, replace the guy. But the, the second part of that answer is who? With who? Jonah Williams? You know, what's out there in, in frequency to replace Becton? Because you need two tackles next year. You don't need one. You need two. So if Beckton's not here, now that's legit. You need two legit tackles in front of Aaron Rodgers. Um, Now, with that being said, just because you need two guys, I'm not going to overpay Becton because I'm I'm afraid of the market. You know, you have a guy who's struggling in pass protection, struggling with penalties, has struggled with injuries. And the first thing I noticed about Becton this year, it wasn't necessarily the pass pro. The pass pro has been shaky. His run blocking has been bad. Um, I know people think, you know, run behind Highway 77 and stuff and – it kind of sounds like a good idea. Not this year, man. Uh, a lot of his double team blocks working up to the second level, he's working way too much on the first level before getting to the second level. There was a duo run. Um, I believe like, let me actually maybe just show it really quickly for you guys. Um, if I could, if I could find it just off the top of my head, but, there's a play that you're looking. I'm not going to break it down right now. I'm just going to kind of tell you what should have happened. And then if you actually want to go to the film review where I break it down like frame by frame and, and see what I'm talking about, then great. But if but if not, it's it it is what it is. Um, but there's some plays that he's leaving out there that you know you could have had huge run be, um, um runs behind. If if he were to block properly here, so let me just pull down Justin's comment right here. Um, this oh sorry this is this actually isn't that's not the one. That's obviously not a good run block though either, right? I don't have to break that. That I do break it down, but not ideal from Becton. But that's not the play I was actually thinking about. It was another run play. I mean, let me just try to find it. Um, and it could have sprung a huge Brees Hall run, and it was uh it, this was this was it. Becton bad climb. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So um, on this one, and and on on this one specifically, when this guy goes inside, you're gonna want a combo, and then Beckton really really has to get to the to the front side linebacker right here. Um, I forget if it's like a lead zone or or a 19 Zaro. They're kind of looking at the same thing. I'm not gonna get into all of that stuff. That's for the film shows. But um, you're gonna you're gonna have uh, Rucker kick out this guy he's he's a lead blocker or if not a zaro he's just going to kick out the edge again it doesn't really matter in terms of becton but what he wants to do is 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 combo to this backer and specifically when this guy knifes inside he has to pass that off and and not and not overstep inside he oversteps inside and then this linebacker's free and if he was not free it might have been a huge run so becton (laughs) it's it's not been good man Again, so like, oh, just run behind Beckton. Well, th- this is the result on that play, because if you were to get to the second level quicker and 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 not let this guy scrape over top of him because he overcommits overcommits just an extra step or two inside. Um, again, just an extra step or two inside right there, which we'll talk about again, or I talk about in the film review why that's a problem. I'm not gonna get into it now, but that guy's blocked. What, what 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 happens right here for 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 Brees again? If Beckton is in front of him on the play side. Now, yes, this guy can fill, but one on one with Brees, okay. You, you you take Brees. So yeah, it's been a problem. It's 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 been a problem with with Beckton. Um, but let's get into the chat. Keep getting into the chat. So that's that's an interesting conversation we can have too. Uh, if I were a betting man, I'd sadly say we lose 20 to six. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on the Jets. I wouldn't bet on the Jets. But with with that being said, hopefully they can t- continue with the, with the Texans. Cause if they play like that, they have a chance. If they play like that, they have a chance versus anybody because Zach Wilson was a good quarterback. And that's all they need is a good quarterback. Now they need to supplement the team um, to really make a run with a good quarterback. But if they have a good quarterback on this roster right now, they can win any game. Now again, next year Super Bowl need something past Lazard. Um, Lazard had zero catches, <laughs> zero catches, one penalty but he's still kicking the soccer ball before the game. I, I just don't understand it with the optics. Like you can't even catch a ball, but you're, you're but you're, but you're doing the soccer ball thing. And specifically um, it really annoys me when I, we talked about it last week, but he comes out in the media and you know, they're talking about him being benched. He's like, Oh, it's a team game. It's like, no, take accountability, dude. You suck. Like just catch the ball. Maybe get open. Maybe. Um, so he's one of my, he's on the top level of jets. I do not like right now, but um, yeah, they need something past him. At receiver, they need tackles. They they need they need some stuff to make a true Super Bowl run. But if Zach Wilson plays like that the rest of the year, then we could easily win the next four games. That's just that's just what is is what it is. So, uh, RJ says, I think we need to face the music and accept Becton as a bust. Good first year, injured second and third year, and has been pretty pretty bad this year. Yeah, uh, RJ, I don't really see anything I want to disagree with with that. Um, I would say his yeah, his first year was good for a rookie, but I think people also overrate his first year. And I'm, again, I'm just being transparent. Like I go back and you can watch those streams or watch those breakdowns, which nobody will. But um, his first year, he allowed six, seven, eight sacks. It's not like he was some lockdown pro ball guy in his first year. He showed a lot of flashes of being a better player. Um, but then obviously year two, year three are, are taken away. And don't forget that year one, he was injured for a good six or seven games in that year as well. This year, he only missed what one game. Um, but the play has not been the same as it was a rookie year. He's he's definitely decreased in his level of play. Now, is that the injury? I don't know. I can't I can't speak to, to if he's injured right now. I can only evaluate what's out there, and what's out there is bad film. And what's been what, what he's what he's done previously has been bad in terms of staying on the field. So you have bad film this year. Hasn't been able to stay on the field. What are you offering the guy? Seven, eight million, maybe nine, maybe. I was talking about 10, 11, 12 last week. I just, you, you kind of start to think about it, and it's bad game after bad game. Do I want to do that with back then? I don't. But uh, the whole point of me talking about Beckton, by the way, which is kind of crazy when you when you do these solo streams, you kind of just go in directions. But I was talking about credit to Hackett for the pl- for the pre snap motion. Credit to Hackett for the ten straight passes. Credit to Zach Wilson for being more aggressive. Credit for Zach Wilson getting read- through his reads faster. Credit for to Zach Wilson getting to the flat quicker. Like some people don't, and I talk about that in the film review again. It's just even the littlest things getting to the flat a half a second quicker gives that gives Brees Hall that extra half a second to turn around, evaluate what's in front of him, and then run instead of catching the ball. Turn your smacked you know uh, so he got the ball to the def- flat quicker his accuracy was good his aggression was good there was a player or two or three he he might have left out there which i criticized but overall on um, very good game but i heard some people kind of crediting the offensive line as well like oh yeah you know he looks better in the offensive line credit to them or credit to them but who out of them you know um Hanson led up a sack I, I believe you had Becton who led up two three sacks you had Tomlinson who led up a sack on a terrible play from him Max Mitchell was was brutal when he was in um there's been so many different lineups it was it was Hanson whoever 63 is was that center for a couple of those snaps who I there was, there was a play in the review by the way if you want to watch it I say it's Tipman it's really 63 because he was kind of in and out um but uh yeah who who was good minus minus Tipman Titman's looked solid and I, and I credited him on, on a few plays in the review but uh Back wasn't good. Tomlinson wasn't good. Mitchell wasn't good. So who was good? Like who were we crediting the offensive line for that game? Uh, I'm not crediting the offensive line. It was it was still bad. It was still bad. Uh, Joe says you guys see Jets chaos video with him ordering pizza and the guy telling him how to fix the Jets is hysterical. Uh, I did not see that. Maybe I should see that. Uh, Jeremy is a he's a good dude though. Um, I think I was actually I was supposed to meet with him week one and he's supposed to give me like, some like, hot sauce or something like that and we never met up but. Yeah, Jeremy's nice, but I did not see him talking to a, to a pizza delivery to a pizza delivery guy. Um, that pride guy was on his channel. I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh Joe coming on time is about as reliable as Whitehead wrap up tackle. Yeah, Rob, I'm sorry. Again, it's um, my schedule is wild. I don't I don't work I don't work the uh, the eight to four Monday through Friday. And that wasn't even today. Today was literally I got to Verizon at 2 30 and I thought I would be out of there in, in an hour or two. And I was out of there in two and a half hours. It was it was it was quite wild just to get two new phones um, for me, and my wife. But yeah, so I, I apologize. It was it was blame Verizon. Blame Verizon. No skills, what's up, my guy? uh it it might be joe's achilles I, I mean we we won and yet no player blew one yeah that would be a problem man i can't i can't blow my achilles um i am required at my work to have an achilles i don't have a desk job if i don't have an achilles i don't have a job so it was not me unless i could pull it off those are the two things right no skills so if i was to tear my achilles right now <laughs> either one I'm fucked and I don't have a job anymore or two, I got to play it off well enough where I can go to work and then try to tear it at work again. Like fall down the stairs and be like, Oh my God, I tore my Achilles because if it's non-work related injury. I'm fucked. So no, I did not tear my Achilles, but but good point because we have had injuries pretty much every single game, right? Did anybody even go out, go down this game for, for a while. Somebody went out, right? Max Mitchell. He was in for a couple of, for a couple of drives or, or however long he was in and now he's not playing. So we sacrifice Mitchell. I'll take it. I actually in, in, in for infrared says I actually got his winnings 23 to 17. I'll take it, man. I, I would love to be the dolphins. I, I can't stand dolphins fans. The the is fan base for absolutely no reason is the dolphins fans. They talk sh- more shit than anybody. Um, and it comes from personal experience. Being at the game, you know, they travel decently well, which is kind of weird because apparently dolphins fans don't fill their own stadium, but they travel well here. Um, nonetheless, uh, they talk a bunch of shit at MetLife, a bunch of shit for no reason. They have not won anything since since I've been alive, really, right? I can't think of anything. They the last time they won with, was with Marino, you know, and I was, I don't think I was alive or, or barely alive. What's up, Dakota? Michael Nanya, smile. I don't know what that's about, but. Yeah, Michael Nania. Slow-mo guy, if we win the Dolphins game and you don't attend, maybe you should consider staying back. Kyle came came back to attend the Chargers game when we lost. Maybe you guys just have bad jujus. I said to my friend, like, I, we have season tickets and stuff. I'm like, dude, maybe I just don't go to games anymore. Like, maybe maybe it is me. And another part of it was when they started to score, my wife was, was in the bathroom. So maybe I have to specifically be at home and my wife in the bathroom for the, for the Jets to win. So we'll try it. I'll try it. I'll lock her in the bathroom. From one to four o'clock um, on, on Sunday, even though um, hold on, even though my buddy has a wedding on Sunday, which is brutal. Um, as a football fan, as a die hard football fan who is a big fantasy football advocate, he has like thirty thousand leagues. The dude has his wedding on a Sunday during the first week of fantasy football playoffs. Which nobody cares about my teams, but good luck to, or good good luck to all of you guys in your fantasy football playoffs. Um, I will be at a wedding trying to watch the games. Now, with that being said, my my, one of my really good friends, you guys might know him if you've been listening to me forever, forever. You have to be listening to me to to get this one. But Vinny and the Jets, Vinny uh, is going. He broke his ankle Uh, in conjunction with my wife being nine months pregnant. (laughs) uh, I'll be hanging out at the table, having some Jack and Cokes, watching some football. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be the best uh, wedding attender because I'm not going to be dancing if my wife's not dancing. If my other buddy's not dancing, I'm not dancing. I'm just getting I'm just having a few a few uh, brews and uh, watching some football on Sunday, but let's see. Uh, Phillies are getting Jake's second and last show is live at 630. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. It that on Fridays or something. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Like, I got to know Ryan does Mondays and Ryan does Tuesdays and like, let's talk guts does Tuesdays. And I know green bean has Thursdays and uh, there's a thousand shows now. So I'm sure there's a show for every single second of every single day, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll do Fridays. The only problem with Fridays is by the time Friday rolls around, do you really give a shit about last Sunday? That's the problem, you know? So if you guys are cool with it, I, I think that will be probably my lockdown time. If not, I'll do Thursdays. But, uh, again, it's kind of the, the game feels far away, right? The game feels far away, even talking about it on Friday. So, uh, it's Joe. We are going to the playoffs a little, definitely good to get at least a couple of victories heading into next year. Yeah. It's, it's it, especially when you're, when you have continuity, right? Like again, your, your mainstays at coaching, your mainstays of your players are going to be here. I get building up like the morale around the locker room because it's going to be hard. Listen, if, if, if they were to lose 10 straight games at the end of the year, you know, you finish, you finish four and 13, even with Rogers back, you know, yeah, it'll be a better season and all that stuff, but do they really think they're going to win it all? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe, having some W's under your belt at the end of the year will help them a little bit. Now I get that the draft pick will help more than like, than like moral victories. But at the end of the day, they will not really count for anything. If we don't make the playoffs, they will just hurt us, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, again, head says to, to lose heart says to win. Um, I'm, I'm really cool with either. You know, I'm really cool with either. Uh, I hate Buffalo the most. I'm curious why Dakota Are you? I wonder if you're younger. If you're younger, I can get that because they've been good for 4 or 5 years, but the the Bills weren't shit before this this run. Before this run, they had the longest playoff drought in like NFL, it was like 16 years or 15 years or something wild like that. So, um yeah, they got good recently, but even when they got good recently, they continued to blow it. You know, this year they sucked. They blew it in the playoffs um against the Chiefs. The next year they got did they get blown out versus the Bengals the next year. It was like 27 to 6 or some bullshit. So, They talk a lot of shit, and they're good in the regular season, kind of, and then they suck in big moments, so it's not like they can really talk. I don't don't mind Buffalo fans and going to the games in MetLife against Buffalo and going into Buffalo. The fans weren't brutal. Um, The worst thing we got was – the worst thing we got was snowballs – but in the parking lot before the game, I do have a video. Maybe I could pull it up or whatever. Uh, my Me and my buddy are doing a Jets chant. He's on my shoulder. He's on my shoulders. And you see a full can of beer flying over our head. Probably missed this by about four or five feet. So with that being said, I did get a full beer chucked at my <laughs> me and my friend while doing a Jets chant. So maybe they do suck. I don't know. No, nomadic guitar joined. What's up, no nomadic guitar? Uh, Rob D says knowing the Jets Zach will play well again, Rodgers will be cleared and there will be a war amongst fans who will start next. I think at that point, like Zach's playing well, you have a very limited, you have, you have a very small window, um, or you have, you have a, you have a very, you're very unlikely to make the playoffs. Even if you do win the rest of the games, is it worth risking Rodgers for an 11% shot? at the playoffs and that's if you were guaranteed all of the wins that when Rogers is in and we win this week. So what are the chances? I think, I think if Zach plays well this week, he plays and he plays, he plays the next week. Now, if he wins the next week against the commanders, okay, you know, maybe Rodgers for the last two, uh, you know, I, I still will probably just stick with Zach at that point. I, I don't know um, because you have to figure that if he does come back, okay, he comes back, he beats the commanders in a short week in Cleveland against that defensive line with our, Pass production, I'm not so sure. You know, I, I, again, at this point, it's a pretty low shot we really win anything of, of, uh, of substance, um, and it's a very low shot we would be making it to the playoffs. So, do you bring back Rogers even if we do win this week? I would probably say they don't uh, because of how because of how uh, slim the, the chances are of actually making it. You know, I don't want to rush Rogers back and then get in hurt again. And I know people, and I know he's my buddy, like Ryan. I think he was on the show. I said like, oh, well, you have you know another nine months to heal. Okay, yeah, sure, but. Do you want a 40 year old quarterback with back to back ACL or, or Achilles tears? No. Like, realistically, no. Like, just saying nine months to heal is fine, but not when you're 40 years old, back to back Achilles tears. It's probably not the best idea to do that. So, um, uh, Eagle says Jets losing to the Chargers really stings the Jets. Not the same team, right? You know, this team has given up. You know, this team didn't, they, they don't have Herbert. They didn't, they didn't have, uh, you know Keenan Allen in, in this game. So it's a different team and it's a week-to-week league. Now I, I wouldn't even say that stings. I would say the Pats game stings. The Raiders game stings. That's that's the game that really stings. The Jets shot themselves in the foot a thousand times in that Raiders game with penalties and you know the, the Uzama hold on the Brees hold uh Brees Hall touchdown. Um there were so many mistakes in that game. That's the game that hurts me the most. It's probably it's probably the Raiders game. Raiders game pats game chargers we got blown out you know it's it's it it, it is what it is um but it's those other games. falcons game dude I, I forgot about that one the, the falcons game if zach wilson plays like he did this week or even somewhat close to what he played this week we win that game falcons raiders patriots are the games we're going to regret chargers we got we, we got shit on it, it is what it is can't lose to the raiders can't lose to the raiders yeah say yeah, there you go, Dakota. Next next chat. Losing to both the Charters, Raiders, and even Atlanta by five points. Yeah, that those are the ones that are gonna hurt the Jets. Because you give them two of those those wins and they should have won those games, you're talking about the Jets at what seven and seven and six right now instead of five and eight. Then you have a legitimate shot, you know. But unfortunately, they they sucked. They sucked in those games. Uh and Uzama just consistently got penalties. Um, he's injured now, out for the season. He's not gonna be back. I don't know what is what is his contract next year, fellas. Let's see. Ah, uh, CJ Uzama contract because I know they can get out of it next year. I'm just not sure exactly what the details are because they should not be. Let's see. Oh, he has three void years on it too. So 2024, um, 11 million dollar cap hit, 5.9 dead, 5.3 cap savings. So you're basically saying, hey, for 5.3 million dollars, can you find a better tight end than CJ Uzama? What is the answer? The answer is yes. You can find a better tight end than use Alma for $5.3 million. So hopefully they get rid of him. Um, but yeah, he was he was a large uh, he was a large piece of losing to the Raiders in that in that game. But yeah, those games hurt. Sneakers of Boots says Zach plays well, uh, and let JD do his trade magic. We can't make this horrendous mistake twice, keeping him as QB2. But really, and like it's it's an interesting conversation, Sneakers of Boots, because this year, what has he played like? Like realistically. Um You have a, in my opinion, he's played like a backup level quarterback this year with a terrible OC, with a terrible offensive line, with the terrible playmakers at receiver minus Wilson, who consistently gets coverage rolled to him. So I kind of think that Zach Wilson has played as a quarterback too. Now, now I'm okay with him being quarterback too, but there has to be another vet option. I'm not having him be quarterback too with nobody else, but I'll, I'll be okay with him. As quarterback, too, with I'm I'm not sure who's out there, you know, Chase Daniel or somebody who could do it, because if Zach Wilson keeps playing like this, then you probably want him as quarterback, too. And then you can develop him and maybe you see what happens when Rodgers retires. But I'm not going to say that Zach Wilson has not played as a backup level quarterback this year because I feel like that's unfair. Um, And Zach Wilson's first two years, he played like he didn't belong in the NFL this year. He's played backup level. And there's been some games that were dreadful. You know, the the, the Pats game, the Charters games, come to mind, as probably the two worst. But, you know, Cowboys game, I don't give a shit what the score was. He was fine in that game. You know, uh, this last game, he was obviously really good. The Chiefs game, he was obviously really good. So... um it's an interesting conversation to see what, you know, what happens with Zach after this year. Um, now there's been some rumors that the jets might have told him or however, the communication came about that he's going to be traded in the offseason. And if so, fine, you know, get it, get a fourth or a fifth round pick f- for him. But if you're going to get a sixth or a seventh, you'd rather just keep him and see, and see what you can turn into. Because, you know to to be fair to not 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 to be fair but um i thought he looked like a better quarterback when he came in initially this year and i was one of the ones who was wondering like hey if you kept him in the oven longer and you didn't take him out prematurely would he have been a better quarterback when he came in you know and in, in, instead of having you know four or five months behind rodgers if he had a full 17 months behind rodgers would he be a finished or a finished product uh, next year, you know? So it's, it's an interesting question to ask with Zach Olson and what's going to happen, but um, I'm not going to say he has not played like a backup level quarterback because what backup level quarterback is doing what he did in that game. What backup level quarterback is doing what he did in the chiefs game. And I'm not trying to, I'm not a Zach apologist. I'm, I am defending him to the point where I think he's a backup level quarterback at this point. And so I think he is, you know, um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting because a lot of it depends on the next four weeks as well. I agree. I want Belichick to go out losing to the Jets. We suffered enough against the Pats. Another game, I would not be upset in winning. (laughs) It's what is it? It's right now. It's fifteen. It's fifteen straight, right? Eagle. We can't have sixteen straight. And and his last game with the Pats, if he is actually fired, being a W against the Jets, we got to we got to beat him for sure. Salted liqueur, Um, yeah, uh, dreadful. It is dreadful. It's like again, it starts off tasting like nothing, and then it tastes like. I don't know if you guys have ever had it. You'd have this is like a really like deep reference. But if you ever have an Indian food and you've had like the dessert like gulab jamun? it kind of tastes like that at first. And then it goes to like a warm, gross texture. It is the grossest. It is so bad. It is so, so bad. My wife tried it at first and she's like, oh, it's like not bad. And like halfway through, she spit it out. And then I was showing like, oh, it's really not that bad. Like you're kind of, you're kind of like you're 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 you're, you're this, you're making out to be more than it is. And then like. 25 bites in, I'm like, oh, God. Like, whatever juice that is inside is, is the worst. It is the worst. Is it official, Bell, Bell check? Uh I'm not sure, Randella, but there has been some higher-respected People reporting on that, it seems like they're going to part ways after the, after the season. So I'm not going to say like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a definite, it's getting fired now, um, but there's going, and it, it's not going to be fired. You know, it's going to be Bill Belichick has too much respect around the league and with the Patriots organization and Robert Kraft and all that stuff to, to for them to release a statement. We have let go or we have fired Bill Belichick. It's going to say something like, you know, us and Bill Belichick have both agreed to part mutually or something like that. They're never going to actually fire him, uh, but yeah gotta have them with chocolate i'm gonna have them with nothing i'm gonna i'm gonna have them in in toilet water uh <clears throat> realistically though i don't know how long these things last if you guys know let me know uh because apparently you know oh it does say four nineteen twenty four. okay so i have another year to give these to people and be like hey you like this i'm gonna give it to my nieces my nieces come over oh look it's candy <laughs> i'm just gonna see their face let me see their face uh and my jet super fan what's up what's what's up to uh what's up to you Go Jets! Yeah, it's nice to talk about vin- uh, wins. That's for sure. Join, join, join! Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, reverse Mud Bowl game karma com- uh, coming at the Dolphins. We owe the Dolphins one. We owe them. They smacked us around this this uh, th- this game. We had the dreadful game uh, last year, Week 18. Um, we need a dub. We need a dub. We will beat Miami Sunday, 24 to 17 or 40 to 17. Okay. Liam J. joined. Okay, so this must be something with Twitter where it's just saying that people are joining, which is kind of odd. But uh, I'll try to get that fixed. Uh, Eagle Fang says, "Watching the last game, do you feel Salah Hackett? Uh, Salah Hackett held held back Zach, Zach Wilson with the entire year was a mistake. Zach looked like the QB we hope for. Yeah, again, I think it's I think it's all of the above, right? Like it's, it's not it's not one individualized problem. There's been problems with Hackett with lack of motion, with lack of play action passing on a first down. We've heard it all, right? Like." I get there's five other things we've all been saying the same stuff about Hackett, and it's all true. so he fixed a little bit of his problem. Now, there was still some run-run pass shit that I didn't like and running Dalvin Cook into the middle, um, which was not ideal at, at some points, but there was definitely more pre-snap motion, at least to my to, to my eye. And uh, I would say they, they went a little bit more heavy with 12 personnel, 20 per, uh, 21 personnel, so they had a little bit more skill or, or receivers on the field, and they actually had guys like Ruckert and Conklin more involved in, in, in the passing game, which I, which I liked. And then also just passing ten straight times, you know. Listen, when you're not able to run the ball, fucking pass the ball, and they did that. And and it doesn't have to be a, t- a twenty-five yard pass, but it could be something quick, you know, a, a read intermediate or deep, and then quick check down to to Brees Hall, you know. Put put have three receivers on one side, a a single receiver to. Uh, to, to Brees' side, send that receiver vertical, and then Brees' is is, is the flat, like a check down. Just, just get him in space. And I thought they did that a little bit more. So um, there, there is an aspect of, of Hackett and Salah holding him back. And, and Salah, did, he didn't directly admit to it, but he kind of did with their mindset. Like, hey, don't turn the ball over. This is a defensive team. Um, Race to 20 points against the Raiders. That's not who Zach Wilson is. Zach Wilson's not a game manager. He never will be. If Zach Wilson's going to succeed, it's going to be with a guy who's going to be reverse pivoting from pressure Rolling out to his left, throwing it across his body to the right. That's going to happen. Now, that's only going to happen five, six, seven times a game. But you have to allow it to happen. You have to allow him to pass the ball. He's not. He's not Tom Brady. He's not going to guy. He's not going to be a guy who's going to cerebral. C- c- going to be cerebral and nickel and dime you down the field. So um yeah pass the ball when the run's not working so they have handcuffed him a little bit but again i'm not just blaming it all on them and say oh it was all them and not zach because then there's still plays where zach struggles to read a slant flat concept you know like and that that has happened with him and with him it's a lot of a momentum thing you know and you and you guys see it i see it if it, you know if he comes out hot it's like damn okay or if he has a where he's hot like it'll continue hot 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 once he has that one bad play want two bad plays it gets concerning you see that look in his eyes when he had that fumble this week i got concerned i'm like looking i'm like oh my god he's, here it comes but then like tyler conklin walked up walked up to him on the bench and all that stuff so i'm not sure if they you know they had his back and, and talked him through it um or not but he is he, he rides roller coasters either up or down um so that's one of his problems as well but yeah it's um it's it's kind of it's, it's a lot of people it's a lot of people uh, have you seen Jets cast video about building the super? No, I, I have not. <laughs> I have not Joe. I'm sorry. I don't really watch a lot of other stuff. I I'm pretty busy, but uh, I'll, I'll check out his pizza video. And now his super bowl roster building video, get a receiver, get a tackle, get a safety, replace the tackles. I'm not sure. I'm assuming that's what it was. Uh, Eagle Fang says if the jets win seven to nine games, I feel like the, the I feel the jets will not make any changes, but if they win five to six game, who is the scapegoat? Uh, you're saying, oh, you're talking about like, like personnel or maybe coaching. I think the coaching. What's going to happen is what? What have we re- like? And we struggled for many aspects this year. You're never going to get rid of Hackett because of Rodgers and all that stuff. So, where else have we struggled mightily this year? Quarterback, could you get, you know, could you potentially get a new quarterback coach, something like that? Probably not because I'm assuming Rogers already give his stamp of approval on whoever it is. And you don't necessarily want to continue to change out quarterback coaching because then you know Zach's learning their new footwork, their new whatever it's going to be. Um, so I think the scapegoats probably Todd down and Keith Carter, you know, the, the the run pass game coordinator, the offensive line coach. Um, because the offensive line has been severely banged up this year, and specifically coming from Keith Carter where you had Taylor DeWan come out and say, hey, he runs us too hard. We get injuries, all that stuff. And now the Jets, all of these freaking injuries. Two years in a row of 13, 14, 15, 16 different offensive line combinations or whatever bullshit it's been, it, it, it's its wild. So you're hoping that, listen, we took two years. Because usually it's like if you're really, really injured for a year, next year you kind of bounce back and you're pretty healthy. But its it, it, it ebbs and flows. We've had two really bad years of injuries on the offensive line. Fuck it. Hopefully next year, you know, we're, we're healthy on the offensive line, but yeah, I, I I can see those guys getting scapegoated. Um, if they do continue to lose, but I do agree with you Eagle They're, they're they are like this, it, whether it be Salah or Douglas or collectively the both of them, they are definitely slow to move on from people. And I've seen people talk about Salah like that in a good way where he's not afraid to replace people and do all that, but you know, how long did it take him? Um, to not play Uzama as much, you know, how you still see Cook getting t- uh, carries over Izzy, which doesn't make much sense to me. And there are p- people and somebody said it to me on Twitter, and I'm, I don't remember exactly who it was, but they're like, oh, you know, and, and it's just what's been pushed out there by whoever. Um, it's that, oh, well, he doesn't know the pass protection. Cook's a better pass blocker. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Because Cook is a very, very, very bad pass blocker very bad and and a lot of it's lack of effort. He actually gets to the right spot sometimes, but he doesn't give a shit if his quarterback gets hit. Now maybe he'd care more if Rodgers, but still, you know, I don't know. We're going 9 and 8 or 8 and 9. So what, you think they if if they I'm assuming this game is the is the throw is the the question game and they're they're winning Washington, Pats and Browns. I think they're winning Washington and Pats. I'm not sure about these next 2 weeks, but I think the Jets are going to be a 7 or 8 win team. I'll probably say seven. If I had to bet right now, that it'll be seven and ten, same record as last year, which is wild. But uh, Belichick news isn't official yet. Reportedly, we 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 know how that goes. Yeah. Becky is having an issue with speed rushers. He's having an issue with a lot of things. Yeah, it's not specifically power, um, but speed more so, and and run game. His his and specifically. He struggles with getting too flat to like a seven tech or a nine tech and the guy will cross his face to get into the D gap. And then specifically when he has to combo to the second level, he stays way too far on the first level, way too long. Um, so, yeah, there's been problems. Eagle thing says, I don't know if Robbie Sabo was at Jets practice, but is it true? Aaron Rodgers got one hand interception practice today. Uh, I'm assuming if Rich Minney was tweeting it, then then yes. I know Sable can't make it to every single practice because he has some other things to do, um, but when he's able to go whenever he wants. But uh, yeah, I didn't see Rodgers. I, I didn't see that though, because the, the, the thing with it is I don't think the reporters are allowed in practice at this point in the year when they're actually like doing plays and stuff like that. So it might've been a thing where sauce was throwing it to Garrett and Rodgers picked it off, but it wasn't, obviously it wasn't during an actual player or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Robbie Savo versus Michael. Mon- I, I don't, Dakota, what's the obsession with Nani right now? <laughs> Nobody's fighting. Robbie Savo Nani, we're, we're all owners of the website. Why, why are we fighting? I, I don't know. Apparently, we got to fight. Uh, Joe, okay. Yeah, let's see. Slow mo guy says, also the play on third and 12. I know you're criticizing Lazar for calling for the ball there, but he unintentionally drew the attention of the safety and helped Garrett get open. Yeah. Like, okay. No. So like, and, and I'll, and I'll say this in the, in the reviews, slow-mo guys, I'm not sure if you watch it and that's, that's the part you watch or if you watch the free portion on Twitter, I'm not sure exactly what went on Twitter or, or what went on YouTube. Cause so I don't clip it and all that stuff. But um, now if I was giving him credit and I was trying to be give him the benefit of the doubt, I would say, "Oh yeah, no, he knew he knew he was covered. He was just trying to draw that safety." But realistically, it's just Lazard didn't maybe didn't know that safety was there, or just said, "Hey, I could catch the ball over this guy," which you can't catch the ball even not over anybody. You can't catch the ball wide open. So why am I going to throw it to you covered? So yeah, Lazard has been a massive disappointment, massive. Which we pretty much knew, right? It's this is. <laughs> And now, did I think he would be this level of disappointment? No, um, but we knew we knew he was not going to be good, and you, and people were going to hate him. And what's happening now? People hate him. It was obvious on film for the last two years or last two three years with the the Packers. He's just not a good player. He's not. I'm not sure why Twitter's doing this whole join thing. I, I got to figure that out. Uh, you know, because some obviously people are watching on Twitter. Uh, it usually doesn't say that you guys that you guys have joined. So I got to figure that out. So I apologize for that being in the chat. Um. If Zach plays above average for the rest of the year, maybe keep him for for number two. Uh, big if though. Yeah. How does he continue to play? You know, because again, if he continues to play like this, you know, eleven million dollars for the chance of him being, you know, I'm not going to say like he, I don't want to say that's like potentially the future, but if he plays really well the next four weeks, do you want to get rid of him? Are you sure? Is is it worth giving up on his potential for a fifth round pick? In my mind, no. You know, keep him for Rogers for another for another year. See if Rogers, you know, if Rogers retires after one year. Then we got to figure out what the fuck we're doing. A quarterback, right? Like after Rodgers, we don't want to start to get into that. But is it a draft pick? Is it, is it Kirk Cousins? Is, you know what? What is the situation? I don't know exactly. But you know, if if let's say you bring in, I, I don't know. Again, do not criticize me here for oh th- that's not realistic. Kirk Cousins comes after Rodgers and twenty twenty five, and it's kind of like a rebuild year. Figure out where we're at year. Would you want you know Zach Wilson to compete with and Kirk Cousins will beat him out? But you know what I'm saying? Like having compete for that job. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to dump him for a fifth round pick, though. If he keeps playing like this, I think that'd be pretty silly. Um, hopefully Zach pictures the, the fins as if it's a Florida Cougar. <laughs> He'll will attack that. All right. Um, Ravens San Fran Super Bowl rematch. Yeah, yeah. Uh the the NFC, it's gonna be, you know, obviously you have the Eagles, you have the Eagles, you have the Niners, and then you have the the Cowboys, um, the Eagles have been struggling. I don't know if it was real. I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter, but they were making Hurts like fall to the ground and not fumble the ball. Like it was the ch- the most piss poor operating drill I've ever seen in the world. Like he's literally just holding the ball and just like falls to the ground. It's like okay, I could yes, I could fall to the ground with with a ball. It's like now let me get hit by a three hundred pound man while running fifteen miles per hour. Different, different than just falling to the ground. So that was, that was kind of weird. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be Cowboys or Niners in the in the uh, NFC and then in the AFC, I think it's going to be Ravens or Ravens or chiefs. You know, I I can't count Patrick Mahomes Um, who this last week, I never loved Mahomes because he does whine a little bit, but the fact of how much he whined against the bills is pretty wild. It's pretty wild considering he got completely, he got gifted a W versus the jets with with that bullshit penalty against sauce. And another one, there was another penalty in that game, uh, which I'm forget. Oh, uh, Jermaine Johnson lack of a hold there was complete bullshit. And then you had um and then you had the next week was it the Vikings? I think it was the Vikings game where whoever it was like takes their helmet off in the end zone which you're clearly it's clearly in the rules you're not supposed to take your your helmet off in the field of play. The guy takes his helmet off is like screaming at a ref or whatever and then the ref just doesn't throw the flag. So, you know, the the he has to be aware that he's been gifted some calls and he gets a super bowl or he gets that superstar treatment. So for them, for him to then bitch after the game and to walk up to Josh Allen and say, Oh, that's a bullshit fucking call all that stuff. Like, what do you want Josh Allen to say? Like, yeah, man, sorry, we should give you the dub. It's like, what? So I've lost some, some respect for Mahomes, Um, and that compiled with the fact that the chiefs with, taylor swift and his annoying wife and his freaking you know his his sexual assault brother um yeah i'm kind of rooting against the chiefs now which i never i, I you know i i wasn't like that a week or two ago but it's official i i do not like the chiefs <laughs> which you know line them up that's about 29 teams i don't i don't i don't uh i don't like right now but uh, i'll root for the and this sounds weird because the cowboys are a bunch of band a bandwagon fans or band a bandwagon fans but going there sitting with the fans, being with the fans, being at, you know, tailgates with the fans, whatever it might may have been. Um, and they weren't really rude to to any of the Jets fans or anything I could see. Uh one of the guys we went with, Isaiah, he was a really he's a really cool dude, a Cowboys fan. So I'll root for the Cowboys over the Eagles. I'll root for the Cowboys over the Niners. The Niners have won enough, you know. Cowboys haven't won shit. So on the NFC side, the Cowboys make it. And it's those three teams, you know, them the Eagles and the and the uh, Niners, I'll probably root for the Cowboys out of those, out of those teams. Um RJ, people tend to jump to Beckton's defense because he was a first round pick and good as a rookie. I guarantee if he's Billy Turner putting out. Yeah, it's funny, RJ. I don't know if I mentioned that and I prompted you to say that or if it just came up, but it's it's legit, man. Like like Beckton is one of those guys where even if you put out a blatantly obvious bad play by him, like there'll be someone commenting, "Oh, well his ankle's hurt." It's like, "Okay, so I'm sorry, so hey, I'll delete that part of the review and I'll say bad play by here by Beckton da da dot, dot, but he was hurt, so it doesn't matter." Like what are we, everybody's heard at this point. If you're playing, I got to evaluate what's out there and what's been out there has been bad. So Kev says, uh, Hey, when is your regular? Sh-? <laughs> I don't know. Kev. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have a, a co-host anymore. Um, and my schedule is wild. It's, it's Thursday or Friday. I'm, I think I'm going to do Fridays. Wife's off all that stuff. I think I'm going to do Fridays at five or six. And that, that's probably going to be my time. But again, is the game too far gone by that point where you guys don't even give a shit what happened five days ago at this point? I don't know. I don't know. In the rain, Zach saw the field better and got rid of the ball uh, fast. Let him do that again. And, Greg, you know, that's actually a good point is the rain thing because, you know, you go – you prior to the game, you see forty five 40, 50-mile-per-hour gusts, which is obviously never conducive to good football. And we've heard him blame the win in the rain before with – you know, 90% rain and it downpouring for for a lot of it. Um, Maybe it tailed off a little bit towards the end, but he was ripping it in the rain. That's another important kind of, uh, you know, somewhat important uh, piece of the puzzle because he's really, really, really struggles in the rain. Um, The Jaguars game last year, rain game. The Ravens game last year, rain game. Uh, The Lions game last year, even he threw for a lot of yards and he had some nice plays, rain game. Uh, there's been a lot of bad in, in the rain from, from Zach Wilson this year. Um, and this was a bad rain game and he balled out, like he, he balled out again. There was out of the, let's say he threw the ball. I don't know what 36, 38 times, whatever it was, 40 times. He probably had four or five plays where I was like, eh, okay. I would have liked to see him something a little bit different there, but overall still a very, very good game. Randilla says, I think Rogers wants to keep uh, Zach Wilson also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. You know, you know, he's pretty uh he's a pretty close relationship with the dude. He knows um that Zach's in a little bit of a tough spot with the New York media and all that stuff. Does he want to take him under his wing for this year and see what happens? I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Uh super chat. From Edward Ziff. Edward says, uh, want to see Zach play well down the stretch. Question mark. Hope he takes a team friendly deal to to uh to learn under A-rod for next two years and hope he pans out. Um if you're asking me, do I want him to play? Yes, of course. Like there is, there is, there is nobody on the Jets I root against. Like, and, and you guys know, and it's it's out there. Like, I don't like Whitehead, I don't like Lazard, I don't like Lakin like Tomlinson, but I'm never actively rooting against those guys. Like, I hope Whitehead could actually shit on Nania and be right, you know. But unfortunately, he shits on Nania and he's wrong. Would I love him to be right? Sure, play better. Um, same thing for Beckton, same thing for Zach, same thing for Hackett, same thing for anybody I don't like. I want Jets to win. So undoubtedly I want him to play well. Um, and then taking a team-friendly deal to learn. I next year he's on what it's like 11, 12 million dollar deal. Next year it's his fourth year of his deal. They have to decide on the fifth-year option, which is I don't know what it is, 17, 18, 19 million for for a quarter. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not going to numbers. Um, but it goes up pretty significantly. So you probably wouldn't sign him to that after. Or you're not going to sign up for that now, right? Like depending on what he does the rest of the year, unless he completely balls out, you're not going to say, okay, I'm going to take this four game sample size and now I'm going to give you a 17, let's just call it $17 million contract for 2025 when Rodgers may or may may not be here. Because if you extend that fifth year option and then Rodgers stays, you have a $17 million backup. That's stupid. So they're probably going to keep him, I would would imagine. Oh, well, actually, I don't know. They might trade him. If they do keep him, I'm assuming they're going to say, hey, you know, let let us extend you for for a year or two. I would be okay with that. Or they may just let it ride out for that year, but then the problem is if, if it all goes as planned, then he just walks and you don't know what he what he turned into because he hasn't seen the field in a year. But I'll be okay with that. Like let's say after this year he he signed a one-year extension for $10 million and you have him for two years, $21 million, and you're gonna see what happens. Okay, you know, I I, I could I could see that. I could see that. Uh the thing is you said Rodgers. is he gonna play? Is he even gonna play for two years? You know, I don't know. It, it depends on how he comes back this next year. He can come back and Look at a completely different dude now. You you'd hope he he wouldn't, and the fact that he's not Lamar Jackson, he's not Josh Allen, he's not one of these guys who's who's going to run or anything like that. You're not going to notice it as much. But Achilles affect everyone. So is he the same player? Does he have the same mobility? Even though it's not the best mobility, but still, what is his mobility still the same that it was a year ago? You know, does he have the same arm strength? Does he have the same flick of the wrist? You know, that stuff dissipates when you're 39, 40 years old, coming off an Achilles. So does Rodgers even play two years? I don't know. I, I really, really do not know. Uh, keep sack, keep sack, keep sack, keep sack. Yeah, I, 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 right now I'm keeping him. I'm I'm keeping him because there is potential there. There is definitely potential there. Uh, sneakers of Boots says, Beckton isn't worth a franchise tag anymore. Let him test the market. and hope he comes back for 10 mil max. Yeah, 10 mil. And, and Sneakers of Boots, that might be a lot. That like The way he's playing right now, again, a ton of pressures, a ton of sacks, injuries, bad run blocking, I don't know, man. I I really don't know. Even ten million dollars kind of feels like a lot for him. Now, would I understand, would I be okay? I understand ten million. 10, ten million. Yeah, I do, and I, and I that's why I kind of agree. Um, I agree, ten million max. Gary, you can't keep Zach Wilson. It makes no sense. Why does it make no sense? Same coach, same 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 staff that drafted him under a guy who he looks up to. Um, Trading him in his potential for a fifth round, sixth round pick. I don't, I, how does that make sense? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say it's right either way, but to say it makes no sense, I would like you to ex- you'd explain me how it doesn't make sense to keep him. Because he's played like a backup level quarterback this year. You know, he's had the, the highs and lows, which you get with a backup quarterback. You know, look at Dobbs. Dobbs has had some highs. Now he's had some lows. He's He's been benched. You know, Gardner Minshew, backup quarterback, has had some lows, has had some highs. Uh, I think he's still playing. Gardner Minshew, highs, lows. Teddy Bridgewater highs lows you're gonna get that with backup quarterbacks. Um, again, I, th- I think that's what he is. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a Zach Truth or trust me. I'm not one of those guys who's saying Zach Wilson is some top 15 quarterback and blaming it all on all on the staff or all on the receivers or whatever it may be. But with that being said, you know, do I feel like he's a halfway decent backup quarterback at this point? Yeah, like I don't. I don't think you can legitimately and, and erase everything he's done in year one and two. Just take what he's been this year. It, are there? Are you sure there's 32 guys better than him as backups? I think he's probably middle tier, if not upper, upper middle, upper middle tier to just upper tier in general as backups right now. Now, could that change? Could my opinion change the next four years? He puts like absolute balls again. Yeah, sure. But you know, there's been there's been some highs and some lows for sure. Join, join, join. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh the O-line stinks. The O line does stink, Christian. It is, it is terrible. When you have guys like Jake Hansen, uh Billy Turner on your line, yeah, it's you're you're gonna hurt. And then I, I don't know who 63 is. Who was 63? 63 came in for some place. It was, it was Hanson is, is, was 65, 63 is like, is that like Grant Herman or something? I don't even know who 63 was, Um, which is bad. But again, I'm not, I'm not going to highlight places number 63 because you guys couldn't give two shits less about number 63, I'm sure. So um try and get Beckton for one more year and see if he, if he gets more dominant. Okay. But again, for what price? The problem is the tackle mark's uh, the tack the tackle market is thin. So it's kind of twofold. He's probably going to get more money. And then, because of the tackle market's thin, so you're, he's go, he's going to command a, you know more money from other teams because there's not a lot of options. And then past that, if you even to sign him because the tackle market's thin, he's going to to demand more money from you. So they're in a tricky spot with the tackle situation. Um, I am pretty much penciling in or penning in a, a a tackle in the first round for the Jets. And I think the other guys going to come from free agency, whether it be a Jonah Williams or some other guy who's out there who I don't really know about. Um, we'll see. We'll see uh let's see let's actually let's look that up let me let let me look up the free agent tackles free agent uh nfl tackles 2024 let's see who's out there and with this all being said i'm gonna read a bunch of names right now i actually just share it um or we're gonna see a bunch of names here uh right now but added these guys added these guys who is going to get re-signed you know who even play tab with audio no i don't want that just because these are ad right okay share Frazier tackles. All right. Andre. Okay. That's what, hold on. Let me just do right tackle. Can I do all tackles? Yeah, you can do all tackles update. All right. Tyron Smith, older, injured, Dwayne Brown. No, Trenton Brown. 6.5 6.5 million. Okay. That, that might be a name, but he's been injured a little bit, right? Again, I'm not, don't, don't take that as, 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 uh, as, as gospel. I don't know if he's been super injured recently, but I know he's had some injury problems. Jordan Williams. How has he played this year? I know coming into the year, um, he was not viewed as like the, the best tackle uh prospect, like coming into free agency. So how has he rebounded? Not too sure. Other names out there, George fan. Would he come back? You know, a lot of people shit on George Fant and, and he had some bad plays this week, but I'd rather take George Fant over Billy Turner. That's for damn sure. There's levels of bad. And I, I feel like people don't necessarily differentiate like levels of bad. Like there is George Fant level bad, but then there is also uh you know uh what's Breno Giacomini level bad or you know Billy Turner level bad. So what about Fant coming back? Uh I don't Cam Cam Fleming was a guy I think we talked about a little bit in the in the offseason, um, you know, it just, there's doesn't look like a ton of names out there who I'm really uh, falling over myself for. Josh Jones was a guy who we talked about in the offseason saying, hey, the Cardinal or, or in, during the season, Cardinals fire sale. I, I think it was actually the offseason. We heard trading guys, right? Josh Jones has been pretty solid. You know, he's a backup. He's, he's a backup on their team. Could we trade for a guy like that? You know, 26 years old. Did, how has how he played this year with the Texans? Could he be could he be an option? Um, you know, but it doesn't look like there's a ton of name fellows. So it's, it's going to be interesting with the whole uh Becton thing. Let me just exit that out and I should be good. Right? Yeah, there we go. But what's the deal. What's the deal, Greg? What's your max deal for Beckton? max deal. The O the whole line does stink terribly this season. It does, man. It, it is, it is brutal. Now with that being said, does a quarterback help the offensive line? Undoubtedly it does. Um, And if you don't think it does it's, there's really no way around it. You're wrong. Um, you know, in terms of checks and 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 setting the mic and um you know shifting the line in certain ways and just knowing where your hots are, knowing the looks, okay, you know, this guy, I studied him for years, you know, he's showing like he's blitzing, but he's bullshitting. He's just going to to drop back into a hook zone, whatever it may be. So uh the, the quarterback does undoubtedly help the offensive line. So if it was Rodgers over Boyle Boil Zach Wilson and and uh, and Simeon this year. You're going to probably say the offensive line isn't as stinky as you think it is. Um, now, with that being said, is it still stinky overall? It is still stinky. It is it is still it is still stinky um, overall. So, super chat. JT Money. Back then, he used to destroy defenders in his rookie year, but we don't see the same thing this year. Do you feel losing a lot of weight hurts his strength? I, I don't. Uh, I know Kyle said he thought it it might have, but I still see him move guys. Like I still see him, like how ha- he still has like that 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 shock in his hands when he punches a guy. Like and and he lands his hands, it's it's it it fucking it it shocks them. I like, get it, it rocks them. But Becton again has a problem with being over aggressive, whether that be on double t- or on combo blocks to the second level, or even with his with his sets. You know, there's a lot of 45 degree setting and jump setting instead of vertical setting, and you know really. 45 degree sets and stuff like that, they're great. Um, it kind of depends on your speed getting out to to the 45 degree set, but it's kind of an all or nothing pass set. If you're 45 degree setting, punching with your outside hand, if that hand doesn't land, you're kind of fucked. And that's what's happened to Beckton quite a few times this year. Um, and then pass that in the run game too. You, you see him kind of cross over his feet and he's trying to lunge and, and take big shots at people, guys anticipate it, and then just cross over his face. So I feel like Beckton is trying to be, you know, the Beckton of the Baldy highlights when he just needs to be technically sound Beckton. You know, um the, the highlight stuff is great, but it's it's not it's not it's not replicatable rep to rep. Like just just you know, get into your guy, get that quarter turn, get get you know, get the quarter turn, latch into the guy, drive him. But there's a lot of pushing and shoving and big steps with Beckton and pushing and shoving and big steps is not working in the NFL because the guys are too quick. You need to be attached to the ground to be able to react to people. And Beckton hasn't been um doing that. So I don't know if he's in his own head and he's trying to get all these highlights and shit or what it is. Now, could the weight, could losing weight did it hurt his strength? Potentially, you know, it could, could he have went from, you know, I don't know, whatever he is at max level, hundred percent. Could he went down to 90% this year? Sure. Um, I would question more of the athleticism with the ankle, you know, did the athleticism uh, dwindle? And I would be curious to almost go back and watch some of my stuff in his rookie year to see how he was moving versus this year. I know Kyle brought it up. I, I actually don't know if Kyle brought up his his lack of movement or, or or his strength or movement. Maybe it's a movement thing where he looks slower. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm actually pretty curious to go back and watch now. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit next week. But it's it's possible, but still, he's like what, 350? He's strong enough. He's strong enough. It's it's technique problems right now. It's not, it's not athleticism stuff. It's not, in my opinion, you know. So uh okay let's go uh, o-line staying okay i'm back here Cobb is able to step out of step up out of nowhere for us sunday in miami i think another drag which by the way i was talking to somebody was it joe last week who said uh zach Wilson has never thrown like a drag for a touchdown there it is there it is Cobb wanted to shut up joe <laughs> so um can never count on lazy yard it was hard. yeah it's uh it's an interesting comment, you know, uh, Salas asked about benching him and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, he's going to be here for the next year and a half. It's like, oh, he signed a four-year deal, though. So only a year and a half? As soon as you get out of that guaranteed money? Like, how much sway does Rodgers have? Like, it's it's a legitimate question because how much do friendships matter? Like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's almost an impossible question to answer because you'd like to say I, – I would like to say they don't give a shit about friendships. It's 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 a winning league. And I know friendships can trickle in the, into there a little bit, but friendships to the point of giving Dalvin Cook seven, $8 million is embarrassing. It's an embarrassing contract. Now, whether that be for, whether that be Rodgers pushing it, embarrassing on Rodgers for him to not watch that guy and, and see what he's really getting or and or before stamping his his mark of approval on him. Embarrassing for the Jets to either one, evaluate him and say, oh, that's a good player or two, evaluate him and say, oh, that's a shitty player, but we're going to sign him anyway because of Rodgers. Either way, it's not good process. Um, so I I would question I question if they even get rid of Lazard after you know if Rogers is here again. The dude is not he, he gets he had what what when, hold on, let me see. Alan Lazard game log. When's the last time he had a catch? <laughs> I, I'm assuming I'm assuming it was the game prior to the one he was benched. Alan Lazard game log. When when's the last time this man had a catch? Dude, he has not had a catch since. The Vegas game, it's been four games, four games. He's making $11 million a year. He's making like, I don't know. He's making $750,000 about, or something like that. I'm not good with math and top of my head like that, but something like that, a game to get zero catches the game before that one catch, 17 yards, the game before that one catch or sorry, or sorry, no, one catch 17 yards. The game after the next game, um, two catches, nine yards, the game before that three catches five yards. The game before that, one catch, eight yards. Then three for, okay, sorry, sorry. I I read that a little bit wrong. I apologize. It was one for 17, two for 18, three for 45, one for eight, three for 33. But he's been doing nothing this year. Nothing. Um, Now, was it part of the Rodgers tax bringing him in here? Yeah. Um, Do I think that $11 million for a receiver three is an unfair amount of money? No, I don't. But I also didn't. I I anticipated Lazard to be bad, and I told you guys he would be bad. Did I anticipate him to be this bad? No. Um, he's been brutal. Now, is a part of that the fact that Rogers is in here? He's sulking, whatever it may be. I don't know. Um, but I can tell you, even you know, discounting the on the field stuff, um, the lack of accountability in 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 the press conferences for him dropping balls and getting benched, um, and him not stepping up to the plate and taking accountability is is I don't want to say a p word, but it's it's coward shit. It's coward shit. You got to you, you, you as a leader, even if it wasn't your problem, say it's a problem. You, know, you have Brees Hall who comes out, you know, the, the next interview or the next week or whatever it is, and Sala criticizes him. He's like, Yeah, you know, maybe I gotta do better. Lazard ain't no Brees, and he and Brees is taking shit for it, but Lazard can't. Who the fuck is Lazard? You know, so like that really pissed me off. So Lazard is kind of on that shit list now. It is what it is. Fins are trash. Fins haven't beat a team with a winning record since Nam. You know, and I think the, the Broncos count this year now because they're seven and six or whatever it was, but the Broncos were the laughing stock of the league when the, when the when the Dolphins played them. So um yeah. They have not beat a good team. So I'm not gonna say they're some stud team now. Are they trash? I wouldn't necessarily say that because they, they they beat up on bad teams. And at, at this point right now, five and eight Jets are a quasi bad team. But did I miss a super chat? No uh a little more uh ever zip says what do you see on, on on film about about back then that hurts him i i, I just recapped it a, quite a bit there um again 45 degree sets and times where i think he should take vertical sets his hand placement is absurdly high a lot of the punches you guys will see it's a lot of punches like to the upper chest neck or face area which you you know the the, the, the shoulder is fine i guess but if you're coming at a high angle and instead of pushing like into the shoulder, you're pushing on top of the shoulder. It, you're, you're not going to slow a guy down like this. You're going to slow a guy down like this. And obviously, the, the center of the chest is more important. is is obviously important too. Um, so hand placement high, 45 degree sets, over setting um, on run plays where you want to see him take more inside out angles. Depending on the run, but there's been some times on inside zone, inside zone, ro- uh, inside zone, or even tight zone. Okay, you know, I'm on the left side. The run is going to the 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 right of me in the VRA gap. So, if there's a defender to the outside of me, I want to take a nice, heavy inside angle, vertical and outside, because the most disruptive thing to that run, at least in Beckton's situation, is that defender crossing his face into the B-gap. B-gap's the quickest way to an inside tight zone. Now, if it was a situation where, hey, you're going to read it, you're going to block it as as he comes on an outside zone or a wide zone, then okay, let him shoot that B-gap, but... There's been a lot of oversetting on in, in, inside runs on him getting his face crossed, high hand placement, 45 degree resistance instead of vertical, um, combo blocks. Again, he's staying way too long on the first level. Uh, that's about all I said, right? There's probably there's probably some, some other things like I could think about overall. But uh, now, with it being said, defending back then again, there's there's that one play that Boddin might have might have chipped. Regardless, still a bad game. The holding penalty on him was complete bullshit, though. Again. Credit or not credit where it's due, but I don't want to shit on the guy unnecessarily. Um, that holding penalty was complete bullshit on him. And the, the the review didn't have the broadcast angle that that they showed it, but you can clearly see his hand pushing the guy and his and his hand on his hip pushing him up the arc. He's not holding anybody. If that's a hold, but JJ's isn't, really. That and there was another play. Um, I don't know if you guys, I re- I recapped it in the uh I recapped it in the um in the, in the full film review, there's a play where Zach Wilson, after the play, a guy fall or, or is diving at his legs, hits him below the knee. Two refs are standing right there staring at the play, no flag. But you have JFM who bulls over a guy, f- is falling over another human being, hits Dak Prescott above the knee, and that's a penalty. But Zach Wilson, a guy diving with over nobody, hits him in the knee and ab- below the knee, but it's not a penalty. Um, so... Not to get into the whole ref bullshit, but um I do want to acknowledge that the, 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 the penalty on Beckton was quite 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 ass. Uh no. Uh Dueno, I too, sir, do not work Monday through Fridays nine through five. Uh TY4. Thank you for Friday sat vids. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that, Dana. I'm not sure if you're trying to support me. Yeah, it's 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 not easy, man. Like my uh, midnights, days, 4 to 12s, there's days where like, hey, you know, I could, I could have something to do at five o'clock. Like, oh, I plan a dinner with whoever tomorrow night at five o'clock. I could be at work. I can get forced. There is no, oh, you don't, you, you, you can just leave. It's like, if the next guy doesn't come into work, I don't have a job where people can just not be there. So I can get forced over. There's a bunch of shit. So yeah, I I apologize for the, for the lack of a schedule. I'm not going to be one of those guys who's going to comp or cop out and just say, it's all my schedule's fault. It's not, it's not, uh, it's partially me, but, uh, I would like to set a, a time for you guys because I'm sure you guys know like Ryan Monday at eight, you know, Ryan Monday or Tuesday at 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 uh, eight or um, let's talk Jets or whatever time they are, or Jake asked, or whatever time he is. I know people like the schedule thing, so I'm going to try to be better um, Fridays at five or six. I think is going to be the new the new go to probably five. I, I think I think Fridays at five might be it. But then the problem with Friday at five is people in Cali and all that stuff you're getting out of work at, you know, whatever time you're, you're still at work while I'm streaming. So I got to figure it out. But I do apologize for that. But, uh, Dueno, I I do, I do appreciate you, my friend. It's a little bit difficult with the schedule. That and, and with the, uh, the little one coming, I'm going to be actually, honestly, I'm going to have a month off from work. So it's going to be, I'm going to catch up on a lot of, uh, college film because, yes, there's going to be a baby, but I understand, I understand that. But, uh, it's not going to be eight hours of my day, I don't think. So there's going to be a lot of time to watch Joe Walt and Fashanu and whoever the hell the, what's the tackle from, uh, Bama? What's his name? I'm going to watch him. Um, Keon Coleman, I'm gonna watch. There's another receiver that you guys told me about. I'm gonna watch. There's like there's it's obviously Harrison, Keon Coleman, and there's another guy. And I know there's like three or four tackles. So I want to get at least those two receivers done and like three or four of the tackles. So I'll have at least like four to six reviews. Maybe I'll do Bowers. Maybe I'll do some other guys. But I'll expect like six, seven, eight full blown reviews of these guys. So, uh, oh, here's another. hold on, hold on this this one this one almost deserves two two of these. But Jan. I got it. I got I got a, I I'm I'm still trying to like figure out some of some of these. I could be like, I don't know, Becton. You blew it. But uh you know, it it'll, it'll roll in naturally. I'm going to get used to the fact that I have a, that I have a soundboard here. Um Jan says brought my daughter to the last game. She is 3 and 1 through 4 years, 4 and 1 if you count preseason. Might have to bring her. Do you or do you think some of the the, the magical elixir might rub off, Jan? do you just bring her to like a playoff game? Like now you just let her cook and then you bring her to the next next Jets home playoff game? You know, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but be careful because there might just be certain amount you know there, there might be like 16 ounces in there of of juice and you use 12 already you might want to use that next four for really big situation so you do you it's your daughter but uh that is awesome that you went I'm, I'm glad i saw that there was somebody who won tickets on like jets twitter um and they were bringing their daughter and i showed my wife <laughs> it's so funny because like she's just very real and like she knows how shitty the jets are so i'm like oh look at this like cute little video of this girl getting jets tickets and she's like and she kind of looked at me like and I was like, yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel bad for her. Like, it's going to be raining. It's going to be shitty. We're going to get blown out. But she went to the game, and the, and the Jets scored 30 second-half points. Like, in what world, you know, did the Jets do that? When's the last time? And I'm really, like, genuinely curious. I'm not just trying to talk shit about the Jets. I'm not even talking about 30 points in a game without defense because we scored 31 against the Broncos. We had the safety there, right? So they didn't count. Um, but, like, a legitimate even 30-point game without, like, a bunch of plays from the defense in terms of turnovers or good field position. Um, and on top of that, when's the last time, if ever, maybe the Monday Night Miracle? I don't know. Have the Jets ever scored thirty points and a half? Like ever? Like legitimately ever? You guys tell me. I don't know. Monday Night Miracle. How, how many points did they score in that half or that quarter? That, that quarter? I don't think it was. I don't think it was thirty. It wasn't thirty, right? So absolutely wild that you got to see that. But uh, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for you that you were able to do that. I cannot wait to bring my kids to Jets games. Probably I don't know what age. Maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 12? I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure it out. I have a lot of things to think about, but I really appreciate the super chat, Yana, as, as always. I'm, I'm happy you guys got to go. <clears throat> um you probably didn't even try to bring her to our tailgate, right? Right <laughs> like, no, not going there. I'm not sure where else you tailgate, but we 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 were pretty stupid sometimes. Okay. Uh Lazard should be arrested for robbery. Uh, him and Cook should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're the uh, at least Cook is gone next year, right? Now, what do they do at running back past that? Because that's a conversation we're going to have. We're going to talk about all the primary needs: tackle, tackle, safety. What head's going to be gone? Um, they're going to need another de or two, but like more of the secondary needs. Who is going to be tight end three? Who is going to be running back two and three? You know, because right now, okay, Izzy, let's say Izzy's three, but he hasn't, he hasn't proven enough to even be a three. So let's say Izzy at this point in time is Ross Turbell next year. So you have running back one. Running back two question, running back three question, running back four. So, who are your two running backs? Me, in my ideal world, you know, you bring in whoever it may be. You you bring in a, a free agent back for two, $3 million, whoever that may be, and then you draft the guy. I, I am of the mindset you draft the running back every single year, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round, because they hit way too often in the later rounds to not take a chance, in my opinion. So, um, it's interesting to see what they do. But uh, yeah, good. Lazar, we we're stuck for another year. With that being said, if the Jets go into next year and Lazard is a two, I'm going to be just as mad as I was this year. Now, last this year they had a little bit less time to adjust because Corey Davis retired kind of at the last second. Still, I'm not going to completely excuse them for it. Um, if they go into the year with Lazard as their two, there I'm go- I'm going to just continue to be an asshole, like abrasive, whatever you know I am. It's it, there's just glaringly obvious mistakes that they make. That was one of them, and it's something we said forever: the Cook thing mistake. Set it, tackle, mistake, back a quarterback, mistake. It's just it's, – some of it's obvious. And I don't like like the, the shot in the dark type things. Like, oh, you know, like they signed a really good guy. They sign I, I don't know, Devontae Adams. They, they trade for Devontae Adams. And there's, there's one fucking Joe Schmoes and they say, oh, he's going to suck this year. And it's like, yeah, I, I knew he was going to suck. It's like, okay, you got lucky. Like based on what evidence. um, There was a lot of evidence that Lazard would suck and Cook would suck. <laughs> you know? So Conklin and Rucker were great too yeah uh credit credit where it's due dude, dude that, that that one Conklin play up the scene um I'm not sure if it was the first one or the second one the, the, first, the one of the ones was really good by Zach they were both really good by Zach but the one he does a really really good job winning with physicality at the linebacker who who works out to him he wins he, he wins uh, with uh, I don't know if it's a rip or like a chicken wing. Uh, Chicken rip is just you you grow up and through and chicken wing you kind of extend it just to check just 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 to protect your chest. Um, I'm not sure exactly which way he won, but he won with one of those. Works up the seam, shows Zach Wilson his eyes immediately. When you're up the seam, you're showing showing Zach Wilson your eyes. What does that give Zach Wilson the confidence to do? It gives him the confidence to throw the ball. Because if you don't see his eyes, then you're not sure if he's going to be able to adjust to your ball. So he showed him his eyes. At the very, very last second on the film review, you'll see it. There's a slight, like a slight jab. It's not going to push off. There's a slight jab, which shocks the linebacker a little bit and pushes him back a little bit. And then he attacks the ball really, really late. That was awesome. Ruckert had the really nice... uh catching or he had a catch in the red zone he had the catch on the sideline where he like be like bobbled it and flipped over the guy and caught it that was nice um i'm gonna give credit to some other people just talking about the game obviously zach wilson awesome uh breese uh uh, garrett wilson was awesome in this game as well i thought that one catch in the sideline was was a catch um maybe he bobbled it whatever okay you know they, they ruled it not a catch still fine uh really good game from him overall uh, the contested catch at Zach Wilson, that one play too, which I highlighted in the review, you know, you it's a, it's a run play. Zach Wilson sees the, 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 the safety to uh Garrett Wilson side, drop into the box. Zach Wilson audibles um to, to Garrett Wilson to run a fade. He was supposed to block the, the corner. He audibles a fade, runs a fade. Zach Wilson puts it on him. He attacks the ball, catches it. Awesome job by Zach Wilson there too, because you see, you see on that play, every other man on that line, what do they do? They go to, uh, they go to block they, they're run blocking. You know, every single guy did not, you know, they they were they thought it was gonna be a run play, not Zach and not Garrett. You know, he just touches his shoulder real quick. Uh which obviously sends him on a fade in, in their in their language. Um, and uh hell of a play there. So yeah, he, he had a, obviously Zach had a good game. Garrett had a good game, Conklin had a good game, Rucker had a good game, Tippin was solid when he was in. I'm not sure how exactly how many plays he came out for. Defensive line, there were some flash plays, I would say. From like a snap-by-snap snap consistency, it wasn't there. And with context, right? Like, you know, would this be a good game for a shitty defensive line? Yes. I am judging them from the context of me thinking they are the best, the second best, the third best. For the second best, the third best, the first best defensive line in the league, I would say it's a little bit of a down game from them um, where there was times where I feel like Shroud was standing in the pocket a, you know, a little bit too clean, but still a good game. A like Q had... Uh, Q individually had about seven pressures, a sack. JJ had a really nice win on Tunsil. You had McDonald who had a sack. Huff had a ha, uh, Huff had a sack on a play with just some of the most ridiculous change of direction you're ever going to see. You know, he's rushing at more of a flat flat angle. Stroud tries to get out of the pocket. He adjusts, you know, with like one step and then um, uh, tackles uh, uh, Stroud. So that was a hell of a play by him. Uh, Quincy had a really nice blow up on a screen. Um, you had uh, Mosley had a good game. Mosley's gotta catch the fucking ball though. Okay, can we can we start catching a ball? Can we start hitting the jugs? Because that man could not catch. He probably should have at least another like five, six interceptions with the Jets. Not this year, but overall in the Jets career that he just completely drops. He has had at least two or three this year. Um, but still overall a good game from him. Past that. Um, yeah, the corners sauce was locked down, man. His his film was fun to watch and break down this this weekend specifically, I really, really like uh most comfortable is corners and receivers, but he had hell of a game. Uh, Reed had hell of a game. The only the only problem that Reed had was that one play in the in the Jets zone, in the in the Jets side of the field, uh, after Zach turned over the ball. Uh, they had a play action play, and both Adams and Reed bit so hard on the play action that the receiver is streaking wide open behind them. Um, Stroud doesn't see it and checks it down. Thank God it would have been. A, and I think they got a touchdown there anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but they, he he got burned for that one. So not the you know obviously you can have a bunch of ba- of good plays, but one bad play where you blow what should be a forty yard you know uh, pretty much walk in touchdown it kind of lessens your your game to me. So Reed is fine. Big mistake though. Michael Carter II, hell of a game as well. Uh, another another guy too where i broke down his play really really good job um on that one play he almost picked it i think it was like second and 20 and he did really good uh, a really good job in terms of playing it deep to short you know there was a short route underneath which CJ shroud wanted him to jump on the short route he thought he was going to he tries to fit in the ball behind michael carter the second carter the second realizes hey it's second and 20 i'm not going to jump on the on, on the short route i'm going to stay intermediate to deep and then rally and tackle to the short if it's there uh shroud CJ uh, shroud tries to fit it in behind him michael carter jumps it Nearly gets a pick, drops it. Jets defenders have to work on their hands. The only guy who can catch a wide open pick, surprisingly, is Jordan Whitehead. <laughs> He's the only guy who can catch a pick. Michael Carter can't. Mosley can't. Sauce undercut a route, dropped it. Now, with that being said, Sauce like was like hand fighting and doing all that stuff. He had to try to catch the ball like this. You know, if he got his hands overhand, he had more time to 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 see the ball. Maybe he catches that. But you had that drop. You had the you had the cowboys drop. Um but uh, also credit where it's due for sauce sauce. The last two, three weeks has been much more physical and I love sauce. I do. He's, you know, he's my favorite player on the jets, probably just because of the fact that I stand for him heavy. I love cornerback play and he's a, and he's a beast at corner. Um, but there was plenty of times where the last year or two, I'm watching him and like my friend, um, uh, knows him. My friend, Tom is like very like, uh, nuts and bolts type of football fan. Like, Hit tackle, kill this guy! Like he's like nitty gritty football. And when you see Sauce like throwing an arm out there to tackle a guy, or kind of shy away from contact, it really pissed him off. But the last two or three games, Sauce has been throwing his helmet into there. Um, he had a tackle for loss last week. He had the uh, he he blew up a smoke screen this week. Um, the, the receiver bobbled the ball, but still the physicality from Sauce the Sauce has been going up, and I, I appreciate that because you got, you have to tackle, especially with the team in the Dolphins. By the way the dolphins this is just to emphasize you know kind of talking about the game a little bit um, and I'll go into the chat obviously still but I'm so fucking far behind far, far behind the chat which is wild but uh, sauce this game the dolphins that you have injuries to 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 hunt you have injuries to connor williams i believe is their center again I, I, if i'm mistaken i apologize but i think their center is injured and it's going to be harrison The Dolphins are going to try to beat the Jets with horizontal movement. I don't think it's going to be a lot of runs up the middle. I think it's going to be a lot of jet sweeps, end arounds, crack tosses, Zorro runs, all of that bullshit. So the corners, the safeties better be able to run the alley, force the ball back inside to the defensive line, because I think the the Dolphins are going to do a lot of the horizontal bullshit this game, even more so than normal. Um, So there's going to be an emphasis on corner tackling. So in my uh kev's shot says in my opinion hackett regresses to vanilla play calling dolphins 31 19 vanilla play calling that's scoring 19 all right <laughs> Jets beat a good uh couldn't couldn't beat a good team all year now they could can't beat bad teams could they couldn't beat a good team all year are saying they only they only beat good teams because they beat the eagles they beat the bills now they can't beat bad teams yeah i don't know uh Get joined. I'm just, I'm scrolling down the chat. I'm like an hour be, be behind. So I'm still I gotta run. I'm running through these. If we can get Beckton for a fair price, resign him, but not for long big term money. Turtles, the question, like it's this a very open-ended kind of statement because what is fair price? You know, like that. What and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick, I'm literally like asking people, like, what do you guys think is his fair price? I'm not a cap expert, you know. I I think right now, seven, eight million dollars. You know, I'm with sneakers to boots, ten million dollars. I could see it, and that's not that's not necessarily indicative of Beckton. I don't think he's necessarily a $10 million a year. Play. I don't think he's a $10 million a year type of player right now. Jeez, I'm a little bit of a tongue twister. Um, with that being said, would I rather overpay him $3 million and then go into some of the, you know, some of the options we have in free agency right now. It's it's free agency does not look great. with tackles. So, abt hurt you two years in a row yeah i heard the jets and you're hoping it's not like he had he had a triceps tear and and he tore his achilles so you're worried about the achilles um triceps not so much but listen you you know this is his this is his fourth year coming up and he has two season ending injuries concerning it's concerning is Saffold just a ghost at this point? Like, who the fuck is he starting? At? I, yeah, Rob, that's funny because I don't know, man. It's only the Jets. It's only the Jets where you have other teams who will like Josh Dobbs, you know, good example. I'm not even standing for him, but he comes in, you know, four days before the game and throws for three touchdowns, whatever it is, and you have the Jets who will sign Roger Saffold like four weeks ago, and, like, they'll, they'll say he'll be ready by week 17. It just takes them so long. The Jets system is so complex, I don't know. Would I rather see him over Hansen or whatever? Yeah, sure. But with that being said, is there the possibility that they're watching him in practice? They're like, "Oh my God, this guy is so terrible." And I get there's some people who are very like, uh, "Well, you don't never know what's going to happen in the game. You know, just throw him in there." I think that's kind of bullshit. You know, like realistically, you you kind of know what they're going to do. Like if if you're if you're really eyeing them in practice, now could somebody step up their performance in the game? Sure, but if they're just so bad in practice where they can't pick up a stunt, they're they're not moving well. You're not going to say, "Hey." Throw him into the game. I hope he just moves better in a game. It's not gonna happen. So keep throwing the breeze, keep throwing the Gary. Yeah, but I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh John Hassel says I'm watching 13 minutes late, but mad props to whomever knitted those baby, those do it right? Wild. Like and these are and by the way, these are things, and like this is this wasn't even me saying it. It's my wife. It's like my wife was like, These are so awesome that it's not something that's gonna stay with each other or first kid. It's gonna be like first kid, second kid, third kid. Like this is these are gonna be passed down. I I think because uh not only are they awesome, but it it has some like like not I don't know if sentimental is the right word, but they mean something more because somebody did it for my kid. Like it's 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 awesome. I didn't just buy them from a store, um, and they're comfy. You know they they they, they feel they feel pretty comfy. So yeah, it's, that's that's pretty awesome. Pizza fix, okay. I think people overrate him because he's been mostly healthy this season. Oh, you're talking about Beckton, beloved PC, yeah for sure. I think people just and and that's and that's kind of a problem with just fandom in general, um, and oh and, and maybe and maybe it's more like specifically to the individuals but i feel like more individuals are kind of they, they'll take a small sample size of a guy and say that's what he is right so like if you have if your first three four games as a jet are elite it's gonna be very hard for people to think you're bad after that like legitimately like it, those first three four five games year two years are pretty much their opinions are formulated and you're not going to change them whatsoever so the people who are saying oh well the, the the biggest problem with becton is highway 77 run behind him he's great he just injured he was good in his rookie year for a rookie. This year, he has not been good at all. So, yeah, it's – I see a lot of those arguments and stuff, and um, I don't engage a lot on Twitter. I don't engage a lot on YouTube. I'm, I'm sorry if some people feel like I don't. I don't answer people. It's not for lack of, like, caring about certain people. It's just I don't have time to argue with internet trolls. Like, there's this guy out there, um, and I'm sure you guys have seen him. He's like, Chris whatever on Twitter. He's, like, a former Chiefs receiver the Dude is like a, he's he's a Zach Wilson guy, but then I see like because it pop up on your for you. I don't, I don't know if I maybe I follow him. I don't know, but um on your for you, and it's like a thousand tweets in a row defending Zach Wilson. It's like, dude, I don't have the time to tweet that much. Like I just because then what happens at the end of the day? You argue for an hour, nobody's opinion changes. You get an ad. Like it's if it's not going to be productive to to me, then I'm not going to argue with some some guy Joe three four five six seven on Twitter. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to change your opinion. I'm not. It's just not going to happen. Not in today's world. Unless you're actually going to sit there and say, hey, come to the film. Look at this play. 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 And I think, oh, okay, maybe I'll change my opinion. Still probably not. So there's no point. I have long form shows and I have film shows that are out there. I don't need to 140 character argue with you for for two hours. It's just so stupid. So the great Roger Saffold. What's up, Joe? What's up, uh, Verge? Appreciate you being here. Beckton recently said he's elite. Okay. Uh, what cell you got? Looking for a new cell too. I just I literally just got like the newest iPhone. It's a it's a it's an iPhone uh 15 Pro Max or whatever, like the little bigger screen. Um, so yeah, I I just say with the iPhone, but my phone was starting to do stuff where like I would t- I would be texting and it would just turn off. And then my wife's phone lasts for all of two hours before it's dead. With that being said, is part of that her problem? Yeah, because she is the type of person who will charge her shit overnight. And uh, that's uh, not good for your phone, apparently. So I am uh, pretty strict to like, especially when I first get my phone, my phone goes to zero. I charge it to 100. Even if I have to go for like four hours, my phone being dead to not just charge it for a little bit, get a little bit of juice, I will leave that shit dead. I don't care. I like OCD with that type of stuff with my phones. Uh, ISU says draft uh, Alt Fashanu in the first sign. Mike Awenu, Jonah Williams drafts Zach Zinter in later rounds. Uh, Okay, sure. I'm cool. I'm cool with that, man. And like, I I would have to watch Jonah Williams more, um, to say like, yeah, I'm fine with him, or or or, or when or when you, to say yeah, sign this guy. And obviously, it's dependent on the price and all of that. But I think that's pretty much what the plan is going to be. ISU draft the guy in the first round, and whoever you can find in free agency to be a placeholder. I don't think it's going to be some stud, but if you can find a guy who's just average at tackle, I'll take it. The problem with Jonah Williams is hasn't he had some injury problems in, even in college, and now in the NFL? I don't know. Donald says Cobb Brees Gibson for TDs and tried like hell to get one to Wilson. He's working on the whole team in. Love it. Keeps the defense uh, working. Try the to like get one of on Wilson. He's working the whole team in. Oh, you're talking about like Zach, Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's spreading the ball around. Um, but this last game is pretty heavily Brees and Garrett. Brees, Garrett, Conklin, Rucker, which it should be. Yeah, like, I don't I don't need to force the ball to Gibson. I don't need to force the ball to Lazar. I don't need to force the ball to Cobb. Um, but it's, it's always good when you can spread the ball around, but you need enough guys to spread the ball around too. So with that being said, you know, kind of not necessarily agreeing or disagreeing, but I, I think that forcing the ball a little bit to those guys is actually kind of better because I don't really, you know, you can hang on Wilson for an extra second. Tip went out. Yeah, he did. He did. And that's why I screwed up in the review. And sometimes, sometimes I miss stuff. Um, I would say just admittedly, the thing I miss the most is pre-snap stuff. Uh. Especially between communication, um, because there are guys out there like Cover Cover One uh, from uh, Bills. He's a he's a Bills guy. He's one of the guys who I like learned from in, in the in the jump. And I was watch his stuff. Um, he's very big on like watching broadcast view, listening to checks, and then okay, if he said blue, blue, blue this time, then he'll take then he'll try to find the next time he says blue, 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 and see what the check was, and then he'll be like, okay, well, blue means you know, uh, blue means two jet protection, whatever, something like that um i don't always do that because one just the time constraints so i might i may have missed the Beckton block with Baldwin thing and somebody pointed out on twitter or on on youtube and they're like oh it's sorry to be this guy i don't i'm not perfect like you can you can say that um i missed it i didn't i didn't watch the pre-snap so i can't i can't say that now should i maybe more yeah i, I think admittedly i i should probably just watch the 10 seconds pre-snap and try to listen for stuff um so you learn a little bit you know that, that happens and that and that's it's not just and it's not even learning that's just laziness you know um or that maybe laziness, lack of time. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, yeah. So, and then there was a play where I said Titman in the review and it was really 63. Um, so again, you, you can pick that up if you're actually watching. I, I just, it was, uh, it was an oversight because I was talking about a Zach play, like two minutes about a Zach play. And it was like, oh, advanced snap from, I think I said maybe Titman, and it was really 63. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, immune to, to, uh, mistakes that happens for sure. Titman's a gem for sure. You can patch the Achilles with bubblegum. My, mine, you're talking about like before I walk into work and, and try to fall down the stairs and injured it again. I don't know. <laughs> uh 8 may may want Beckton though seem to be a strong relationship. Yeah, yeah. I assume that's a good point. I think it's the first time I've ever seen you. So if you're new, welcome. Um, you know, you had him after the game, like hugging Beckton. And then he they in, in the offseason they had like that meeting because Becton was saying, I am left tackle. And then it's like they had the meeting with Rodgers or the dinner with Rodgers, and he comes down and says, I'll play whatever they want me to play. Okay. You know, so is there that relationship there? Does Beckton maybe come back on a one-year approval deal? You know, it kind of depends on what the market. The market's not dictated. If you can get a if you can get a deal he's happy with, if if him and his agent are happy with three years, 36 million dollars, and somebody offers it to him, then they'll take it. If if they feel like they're getting low bulled then hey, you know, what's better than going back with Aaron Rodgers trying to run it out for one more year and then getting a big deal? So it's kind of up in the air. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's a lock either, but half the population from Florida's in New York, in New Jersey and New York. Yeah, but not in, not in these months, right? Like the point is during these months you move to you move to Florida, right? So the people who are Florida fans in Jersey should be back in Florida at this point. No, or am I just an idiot? Why are they here? With Tippin and ABC, we need two average tackles and, and one average guard. Shouldn't be, t- yeah. for I, I, I'm with you, man. Um, I'm more I'm more so about the offensive line not having a weak link and being like all at least decent or okay than having. Two or three studs, and then a like two bad guys. I rather have all average dudes than stud, 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 bad, bad. So if you can find two average tackles, and you know even if it's Fashanu alt, whatever, like they're going to have their ups and downs in the rookie year, but you're hoping they're at least average. Jordan Williams, let's say you sign him, he's average. You have you have Tidman, who hopefully next year is plus average. You have Avt healthy is your stud on the line, and then Tomlinson is below average. I think that's the solid offensive line. I think if your weakest link is Tomlinson, who's below average. You're probably fine. So two average tackles. Sign me the hell up. Sign me up. So uh, Michael Nanias is hilarious. Oh okay. I, yeah, it smells like Friday since there's a stand. There's a standalone. Blew it. Yeah, it's, it's been the last two weeks. I appreciate you, Daniel. No, guess, I guess this is going to be my new day. I don't, I don't know. We'll say Broadway Joe will always have more rings than both Jim Kelly and Dan Marino. Uh, Joe, I noticed a little bit more Max protected with two-man routes against the Texans. Do you think there's something we could see more this week? Miami is a higher tendency to bring extra rushers. Yeah, they did it with, with Baldwin so, Sometimes a little bit too much for my liking, but um, maybe could it have been Brees more plays? You know, I'd have to go back and watch if Brees if is in the backfield and Baldwin was in the backfield or if it was just Baldwin by by himself. But no, there was definitely... and. Again, this is too this is to my to my eyes because I don't I don't um I if I had more time I would uh I would uh what the hell's the board I'm looking for? Chart I would chart all the plays so I'd know exactly, but it definitely feels like they had more 12 personnel, 21 personnel, bought and staying in the block, tight end staying into block. Because at the end of the day, like think about it. Would you rather have less protection? And then depending on guys like Lazard or Cobb to get open, because when you take the protection out, you're relying on guys like Cobb, like Lazard, like Gibson to get open. I'd rather have more protection to give Garrett Wilson more time to get open, you know, like have less guys out there, but have the, you know, give, give the better guys, you know, uh, or, or kind of isolate the better guys more um, and have more guys in to block. Because again, what is Cobb or Lazard really doing? You know, I, I rather have that six guy in the block. Dwayne Brown came in the block. Sometimes you had um, Nick Bodden in more to block. So more again, at least to my knowledge, more 12 and 21 personnel. Um, so I'm with it. I- I'm with using the blockers to free up the Breeses, the Conklins, the Ruckerts, the, um Garrett Wilson's instead of just throwing out Cobb and Lazard who aren't gonna get it open anyway. So um do I think it's something that we should see more this week? I, I do because it worked last week, you know. Um yeah I think it's a good question, Dom. I I like I like that question. But I, I think they should because I think that's where they're gonna get more bang for their buck. I don't think Cobb running routes out there is much bang for the buck r- regardless of, of a wide open drag on a touchdown, you know. So uh super chat, let's see here. Okay. Nose kills. Appreciate you as always. Um, what was sauce baiting the quarterback on that near pick? Is that a good, is that new this season or did he do it as a rookie? Also glad you hated the candy and like the socks. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, it dude, it, the candy was dreadful. Nose kills. I, I and his nose kills who sent it. Uh, the socks are fucking, awesome. I don't know if it was you or your wife, but hell of a job there. Uh, the candies, it was, uh, like I said, it doesn't start off that bad. And then once you get to that, to that warmy, gooey shit, it, oh, oh man, it is brutal. It is brutal. I spit it out. I was like, I'm going to, maybe I should do the whole thing. You know what? Jets, jets win this week. Nose kills, I'll, I'll eat a full one on the show. I'll, I'll eat a full one. Not just swallow it. I'll chew it. They're terrible. Like, look, they're so freaking little that you think, that you think like, oh, it'll just be, it'll just be a couple of chews and it, it can't be, it can't be that bad. This little thing is so fucking terrible. It's terrible. Like, and you chew it at first, and it's again kind of just like black licorice, and then something pops, and whatever pops is not good. It is so bad. It is so bad. Um, on that near pick, I'm trying to think exactly what play you're talking about. Um, what did he bait him? No, no, you're talking about the in route. You're talking about the in route from Noah Brown. He didn't. He didn't bait him. He didn't bait him. He just had really tight coverage and saw. He does a really good job with physicality in the stem, and it's and it's not. It's not just like physicality in terms of like jamming a guy and not allowing him to move. It's more so he matches the physicality because if you're going to allow a guy to dictate physicality to you, it kind of. How do I explain it? If you if you let a guy dictate physicality to you, it allows for more separation. It's like okay. Let's say you know you're both running. This is Sauce. This is the other guy. If you're both running to the route stand and then he pops you at the last second, that's gonna create a lot of separation. But if you're already leaning into him at the route then if he tries to push off, you're already on him. So you're kind of fighting force against force. Instead of just him popping you, and Sauce was was fighting force with force when he broke inside. He was already going that way. And he and he was already um, he's already he was already matching him and going in that way. So then by the time he got his his eyes around the ball was already there and he tried to pick it. He didn't he wasn't baiting that one. There was one later on where he undercut the route their feet get tied up um, their feet get tied up. And then uh, Noah Brown falls and calls for a fucking flag, which it was uncatchable anyway. And if it even was on target sauce, picks it that one, he jams him. He, I, th- I believe he knows he has a safety over the top and he undercuts the route and is looking back for Stroud that one, he's baiting a little bit more. Cause he's playing in trail the one on the near pick. I'm not going to say he was, he was baiting him. Um, so I'm going to say, n- no, it's not, it's not something that he did. Now, has does he bait some people sometimes? Yeah, but people don't really target sauce a lot, they don't. And like looking at the stats of CJ Stroud, which I should have brought up, like, hey, credit to the defense. shroud went 10, I, I wrote these down for the actual like film stream, but 10 for 23, 91 yards, four sacks. I believe they were number one or two in passing yards, like per game. This, uh, before this game, 10 for 23, 91 yards to, to who's been a stud, Mills, one for five, four yards, ridiculous, one for 12 on third down, ridiculous. Um, 2.6 yards per play. Ridiculous. So, um, with that said, I don't know what the hell I was th- I was going on to, uh, or, or going on with about that. But, um, yeah, people don't target sauce. And when they do, it doesn't really go well. A lot of, a lot of PDs, um, some near picks you, you wish he had that one. You wish he had the one against the Cowboys, but, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think he was baiting that one. Sorry. I don't know if that answers your question, but I tried, I tried and no, so definitely appreciate you for sure. Let's keep uh duh, duh, duh. okay keep moving on zach will ball it sunday he's playing for his life i'm hoping so i'm hoping like hey listen get Joe name to talk shit about him again like where's joe when you need him T- joe needs to talk shit like hey that wasn't replicatable he sucks uh you know whatever and then have zach wilson play like that because i don't know if you're like now he's like he had too much fun i don't know what it is he needs like the re- the, like the revenge arc to be good but uh somebody's got to like who, who's willing in here to go like go and bang his mom or something like that so <laughs> he'll be mad i don't know. Greg, I, I, I your, your tribute. Greg, you got to go and try to hook up with Miss Miss Wilson so he'll be mad and play and play good quarterback. I don't know. Something, something's got to happen. Uh, okay, going through. I'm still like an hour behind, which is wild because you guys are throwing out a lot of chats, which I like. Beckton should be cheap for, for another year or two. Should be. Will he be? Tackle market may dictate differently because people will take risk on former first-round picks, 350, 6'7", who was not injured this year. Some people will take risks. My birthday is the 20th of this month. Congrats. 20th. Happy happy early birthday to Dakota. You're uh, turning 30, the big 30. Welcome. Welcome to the 30 club. I'm a 30-year-old I'm a thir- as well. So welcome. Ben Jets fan for years now since 4 I've seen it all. I hate Buffalo the most. I'm sure I'm, I'm curious why. Do you think we'll be fine if we lost Ulbrich? Uh, do you attribute the defense we have more to Salah? Yeah, I, I, I attribute it more to Salah because he's in charge of of the defense and the schemes now is now, now might Ulbrich throw some wrinkles into there might may he throw um, some different calls out there during the game, yeah, sure. But overall, is it still Salah's defense? Yes. Um would I be slightly concerned? Yeah, because you don't know how much that he how much he inputs, you know, maybe, maybe it's a 60-40, maybe it's a 70-30, maybe it's a 50-50 on game day. You know, we don't know exactly what the relationship is. It's working out well so well right now where I don't necessarily want to just say, get rid of him. I know it will be great, but I do have some confidence that it's 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 more so solid defense because that's why he was hired. Um to me, you know, as a as a just as a football fan in general in 2024, am I hiring a DC under a defensive coach in, in, in today's world? No, if you're going to hire a defensive coach in today's world, he better be the full blown guy for the defense because one, you're already kind of going against the grain with hiring a defensive guy over an offensive guy. Cause I think if we all, if we all could choose, Hey, you know, uh, you know, coach a coach B they're both, they're both a B plus coach. One's offense, one defense. What are we all thinking? Every single person in here should say offense um so you're already working against the grain there now you're also working against the grain taking a defensive coach from a defensive head coach that's not the smartest thing to do in in, in, the, in the world to me so um i personally wouldn't hire oldbrook you know as, as a head coach if i was another team or if i was another family on the team i wouldn't i wouldn't enjoy that hire um but yeah overall it's 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 solid you'd be a little bit concerned that maybe it drops off a little bit because of some of the the wrinkles that oldbrook throws in game day or whatever it may be but it's Salah's baby. It's Salah's baby. Gary says, I'm not sold on this coaching staff. I'd almost rather clean house and go after Jim Harbaugh, a coach who has won everything he has went. The only thing, and, and I hear Harbaugh a lot, the only thing with Jim versus John, John is more of a player's coach. Jim is kind of more of like a dictator. And like those that dictator type of shit doesn't work very well in 2023. It might have worked when you know, Jim, when it's in his heyday, you know, what What was that run like? Uh, what? I, I don't know. Like they were really good from like 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever those years were with like Willis and and all, and all of those guys. Um, that was, a, that was a lifetime ago in the NFL, 10 years ago, you know, um, and I still only think players and, I, and he kind of wore it as welcome a little bit with the Niners. Even then, it's become even more of a players league now. So bringing in Jim Harbaugh is is not as slam dunk as some people think it is. I think people just see him winning with the Niners, but you got to consider his personality in today's NFL. Um, And I don't think he meshes very well because he's not a player's guy. He is you do my way or the highway. And that's hard. Uh, Tyreek Hill didn't practice today, uh, Brian, but with that being said, it says he's questionable for the game. I think he probably pushes it because he's so close to 2000 yards. If he was at like 1200 yards, he's probably out this week, but I think he's going to try to push and say he's not hurt because he wants to get, you know, 10 yards worth sauces sauce is going to help them in the long run. Uh, so i get 10 yards closer to this game. <laughs> so I've never given up hope. Credit, <laughs> credit to you. <clears throat> John Hassel says, I'm, I'm surrounded by Buffalo fans, but I find it hard to hate them after they lost so many Super Bowls. They're kind of in the same boat. Like they're, they are, they are a tortured fan base, all this stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't have much ill will towards Buffalo fans because they're respectful when they come here. They're respectful when I go there. Dolphins fans are not. Um. So that's, that's why, that's why I hate them. They talk so much shit uh okay um zach this is from uh daniel ross zach wilson over the last two years qb qb 10 w 10 l if they do run the table oh come on wins and losses you really want to let this guy go keep Zach. that's that's like a you know i'm not being whatever here but (laughs) did zach wilson will win that buffalo game or did the defense and Xavier Gibson win that Buffalo game. You know, like it's, it's not, it, 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 wins are not a quarterback stat. We had that, we had that argument a thousand times last year. I'm not really willing to rehash it right now. Um, Did he win that Eagles game? No. You know, so did he win that sailors game last year? No. Did he win the dolphins game last year? No. So sure. No, Sneakers boots, uh Joe, please tell me that JD gives Michael Carter the second the much deserved payday. Don't think he is due till next year. Yo, though. Yeah, it's next year. He he's on he's under contract for this year and next year, but he better because Michael Carter, the second, and it's and it's kind of hard to quantify because I'm i gonna be transparent and say, and and you guys know this already. I don't go and watch 30 other teams, 32 other teams, sorry, 31 other teams slot corners. With that being said. I still think he's a top five to ten slot corner league, if not just straight up top five. He is a stud. Um, so they need to sign him. He's a very important piece. In my in my mind, like, and this may be crazy to you guys. I don't, I don't know if it's like hyper, not hyperbole. I don't think that's the right word for it. But if you told me right now, Michael Carter the second or DJ Reed going forward, I'm taking MC two. I like Reed. I do. I think Michael Carter the second's a better slot corner than Reed is an outside corner. And Again, a little bit process versus results with Reed. There are some plays where he gives up where he's not targeted. Again, this week, if he if he let up a 45-yard touchdown because he bit on the run, people are going to be looking at him a little bit different this game. But because the ball wasn't there, we look at it differently. I am – I said this a, probably a billion times since I've been streaming and podcasting, processor results. The process was terrible. The result was it wasn't targeted. The result should have been gave up a 45-yard touchdown. I'm not saying – Reed is a very, very good player. Very, very good player. Do not do not misconstrue what I'm saying. I think he's a stud. And he's the best free agent signing that Joe Douglas has had. Um, I guess maybe in terms of like bang for your buck, probably Quincy and JFM top that. But uh, Reed has been a slam dunk signing. But you're telling me one of those two guys going forward, I'm taking MC2. So, yeah, keep your good players. Keep MC2. Keep keep all those guys. You, you have enough bad guys in your roster, you could supplement. You know, CJ Mosley, and I know it's going to be a little bit hard to get out of his contract, whatever, but he's making $21 million this year. You know, Uzama's under contract. Um, Lincoln Tomlinson is making $16 million a year, you know, find a way to make him a car second work because he's a home run guy. You know, I haven't heard one bad word about him in the locker room is never on Twitter doing all that bullshit. He's quiet and he fucking plays his balls off. He's, he's great. I love my car second. So he needs to be resigned for sure. I'm with you. More are MVP. Yeah. He had two, he had one, one inside the five and like one at the five, right? So I'm not, is, is at the five consider, or is if it's, if it's, at the five, is it considered inside the five? I guess it's not considered in five the five, right? I so see I think he had one inside the five and then one at the five. But uh yeah, he's been he's been great. Gotta go pizzas here. See you again, green. Uh pizza newly, newly dabbling into the uh the pepperoni, the pepperoni pizza with the hot honey on it. If you guys have not done that, please. My friend did not he underestimated me. Uh, we actually watching the Bills game. He underestimated me and he and he said, I don't believe it. it's not gonna be that good. I put some hot honey on his pizza, pepperoni pizza. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Usama is still holding Max Crosby. That's great. I got i I'm still going to run through all of these. Um, Dakota, I just got the Jake alert, but I had to go check out my boy Joe Blood. I have been Joe for years. I really like Jets Factor and analysis. Oh, I appreciate that. Hey, so hold on, wait, Joe. So was Joe was Joe alerting uh, Ali here? Like, hey, Jake is on. Jump off of this channel. What the what the hell, Joe? I don't appreciate that but hey go watch Jake you ass I'm just, I'm kidding. but yeah go go watch him and, and check in after or something I don't I don't I don't know but uh Ali I I appreciate you regardless even if you're just here for for a second because Jake is on um all right uh 2024 available uh, quarterbacks well this is we're talking about 2025 ISU uh, unless you're talking about backups uh Baker Mayfield Joshua Dobbs Brissett, Gardner Minshew, James Winston Sam Darnold Ryan Tannehill Drew Lock Tyler Huntley For those of you available to bring Donald back, they'll never work. Winston, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. You can't teach what Zach is missing. It's harder than said than done. I don't think it's possible. Joe dropping a gulab jamun reference, hell yeah, Brady. I don't care if you're the only person who. It's not even a reference. It's just gulab jamun. It's just it's just an Indian dessert. That's kind of almost what it tastes like. the The taste of I don't know, man. That fucking candy you got me. It was ugh. But uh, yeah, gulab jamun. I'm a big Indian. Guy. I'm a big Indian food guy. Um, we had a really good place by us, and then they got like really sketchy. And then we went to another one that we that we loved. And then it and then they changed owners. Then it sucks. We have to go like 25 minutes to pick up Indian food when we get it, but it's worth it to me. I got I have to have Indian food like once a month. That shit is delicious, bro. Delicious. Jets Corp. What a well-rounded dude. I I I like you. I like you, Brady. We're we're friends now. Over gulab drama. See, that's all it takes. Jets corp, jets corp. Uh, I got to watch the Miami Miracle at the bar with a dolphins fan, but he was my boss too. What year, what year was that? And am I a bad Jets fan for not remembering that? I don't know if I was. I, I don't think I was alive. If I was alive, no, it was like late '90s, early 2000s, right? Something like that. Because like Wayne Corbett was there, Marcus Coleman, all those guys. Uh, Marcus Coleman comes on. Maybe I should get him on a live stream soon. But uh, the corner, he had what two or three picks? Two two picks that game, or three picks that game? Maybe two of them were in overtime. I forget exactly. But he's uh, he's my buddy. Uh, Marcus Coleman's a legitimately good dude. Like a legitimately good dude. Okay, six sacks on Sunday. All right, I'll take it. What's up, trick? So trick, see you're getting here. Todd, I don't know why this is doing this. Q's going to go off one sack, seven pressures. He went off last week. Center Kyle Williams out. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be Jonathan Harrison <laughs> versus, versus Quinn Williams. The, um, what's the deal with McGovern? Do they plan on bringing him back this season? Uh, no, Stingers of boots. I'm pretty sure I just saw. Excuse, I'm pretty sure I just saw this week that they're planning on having season-ending injury. Or no, They're planning on having a season, season, an injury for them. Hey, Connor Mcgovern, I'm sorry. Go fall down these stairs. We need to break your shit. No, uh, he is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's getting surgery. That's going to put him out for the rest of the season. So, MCG done. The f- yeah, had surgery. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Um, D- uh, Dwayne. Uh, Dane, Dane says, "Uh, how has the New York Giants' O-line situation been since the turf was was swapped? I wonder if any portion of the injury blame, any at all, can be. It's, I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's something that people. I don't know, man. Like I, I've seen some studies in in relation to to, to field versus, or sorry, field like like grass. I mean, when I, when I say field, um, versus turf." It's not that drastic. It's just not. Now, maybe it's slight. But with that being said, the turf was criticized at MetLife, and then they changed it. So it's not even the same turf. So it's the same turf they have in – I don't know what the exact stadiums are, but like Indy or whatever. So it's not MetLife Stadium turf of old. I know they had a few injuries, but I think the turf is a little bit of a scapegoat for people who just want to blame it all on that. Um, Now, with that being said, would I rather – would I prefer grass because it gives a little bit more? Yeah, sure, but – um, I don't know where the study that I that I saw was, but it's like legitimately like charting all of it. And it's like, yeah, maybe a few injuries, but it's not, it's not as much as everything says. I'm sorry. Joe Alt. Uh keep I I like Baden and pass pro and, uh and getting I would so I'm okay with him getting like pass pro reps. the problem is if Brees is coming off the field and Baden's in the game to pass protect, could you get Brees in the game and then he can chip and then release and you get a little bit more bang for your buck if he's out and in in pass in in routes, you know. Uh Becton's lateral agility is terrible. Any speedy wide nine could have blurryed us in within playoffs. Yeah, you gotta figure got to figure that out. And, and it could be it could be a thing where he's just not healthy, you know. And and that's and that's okay, but it, I, I can't not evaluate, hey, this is a bad play. Oh, well, sorry he's injured. Okay, I'm I'm just not gonna put it up there. You know, I don't know. If Corey Davis comes back next year, do we still get Marvin? Uh I don't think we do in general because we're not high enough, Chris. I don't think we're gonna be high enough to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. is gonna be the second or the third pick in the draft. The Jets aren't gonna be there. So <clears throat> um if Corey Davis comes back, which why would he? Do we get a receiver, a big time receiver in free agency? Maybe not. Like, do we do we go from targeting? Again, I'm not sure who's available in free agency. Do we go? Let's say, let's just say tier one. Do we go from a tier one guy like a Mike Evans or Devontae Adams or T. Higgins to maybe okay, we got Davis now, so we'll bring in a tier two guy like wh- whoever I, you know I, whoever t- tier two would be out there in free agency this year. I don't know. <laughs> um mm i'm not sure if this is a joke or not uh but if it is kudos if this is serious um i cannot disagree more no 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 i I don't need to get into that whitehead has not been good he has not been he has not been good not been good at all. Curly Norman. Uh, do you think Rucker can be more than a pass blocking tight end next year? Yeah, for sure. I do. I he, he was underdeveloped at, at Ohio State in terms of like route running and all that stuff. But he's a good blocker. He gives hell of effort in 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 blocking. He had one bad play, I believe, in this game at blocking overall. But he's he has the ability to route run. We saw it not this week, but last week. He had a really nice rocker step, which he stole straight from Conklin's playbook and, and one on the inside on an in route. Short in route versus a linebacker. Um, yeah, that catch this this week, the really good concentration uh, catch. So, yeah, I, th- I think Rucker, I think next year Rucker and Conklin are, are one and 2 figure out of three. You know, but I'll, I'm completely fine with them as one and two. I think that's a legitimately good group. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not Travis Kelce or anything like that, but, okay. Refs need training camp. Refs need to be held more accountable for their bad calls. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be able to have a, uh, you know, if you're going to find players for hits and all that stuff, and you have the refs who blow games on calls, then find them. Find them. I don't know, <laughs> Curly Norman. Can we start a Can we start a GoFundMe page to get Kyle back to? Co- I, I'm not going to say no because I'm pretty sure if you said, Hey, Kyle, you know, obviously this is a crazy number, but here's 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 five thousand dollars. Do a, do streams again. You know, maybe he would do it. He was so yeah, the, um, Carney manholm home should have said something to the refs when JJ was held headlocked on third and 21 he ran for a first down ref skip yeah exactly exactly so like even if this was so bad this call and you do think it was bad which by the way the fucking canarius tony walks up to he he he's walking up to the line he checks with the ref as he's still walking up to the line and then stops and doesn't look at him so you checked when you were still walking at least stop and then look and if anything, it's still a penalty. It's, it's it's a courtesy thing where they tell you. But when you're when you're not even looking at them, by the, like you're, you're moving still. It, it's just so stupid, man. I don't know. Carney, what's up? Says a lot of way after this first comment. Uh, Double R says best case scenario is we keep Zach on the cheap because he didn't play well last three seasons. He learns under Rogers. He's supposed to succeed him. Yeah, that's the best case. I'm I'm completely with you. I'm completely with you. I don't know, I don't. Know. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw. One of these ones. What the hell is even that? I don't know, to I'm not. I'm not against for many other people in here, but okay. Uh, let, love to get Bowers. The problem is, yeah, I'm not. I'm not with you, Greg. Like, I, I maybe I I'll, I'll love Bowers as a prospect, but is is Bowers as tight end two or three going to be in, as impactful as a starting tackle? It's you. You have two solid tight ends. Why do we need another one? You know. So, oh, Gla- Glazer. Yeah, yeah, Glazer. Okay, my fault. I didn't, I I was just watching and I didn't know Dalvin Cook bad is Roger Staffel alive? Brad yeah uh, Edward Ziff, hey hit the like button Joe Blue is the man I appreciate that and you spelled my name right that is that is that is awesome Beachum. it's not a that's not a bad uh, backup level player next year. 8-10 to 10 mil max for Beckton from Gary, and you bring in a competition, can't guarantee him a starting spot. And with that, Gary, you have to have a suitable backup for him, too, because if you bring in Beckton, and obviously injuries are a part of everything, but when you have prior injury history, you ha- and, and that's kind of the argument that I, ha- I hate from Jets fans is, oh, well, how do you know all these guys are injured? Or why would they bring in a backup tackle? You just assume these guys are injured. It's no, you have prior history. You see that beckton has been injured. You see that Dwayne Brown's been injured. So with those guys on your team, you have to emphasize backups there's different injury risk. And when you have an injury risk like Becton, you have to emphasize backup uh, or uh, or uh, backups more. So drag in the end zone. Yeah, we were talking about this last week. A drag in the end zone is very hard to complete regardless because it, unless it's like rubbed or something like that, you're running into to pretty much eight guys in a box. So how do you get open? It's not, it's not something that I necessarily need to see. Like, oh, he hasn't thrown a drag, you know? So um, people were cursing me out for saying that I wanted cream hunt and not and not crook. Uh, Carney, again, I don't know if I've seen you in here before. Uh, if you were saying that in this stream, you would have not been roasted at all because I would have a 1,000% agreed with you. There was nobody here who was, who was disagreeing with that, no, or at least not most of the people who I interact with. I think most of the people on here were not for Cook. I'm not going to say that they uh... – there's some people on here, but still. I want Corey Davis back, and I couldn't stand him with his hands and lack for jumping for catches. Lizard is beyond terrible, at least Corey is. Hey? This is what we said, too. I was like, wow, you guys hate Corey Davis, but you're going to you're going to like him more when you see what Lazard is, because he's a he's a he's a down. He's a poor man's Corey Davis kind of. So, uh, okay, I'm moving down. I'm going to try to find the bigger. Love your content, though. Thanks, J.B. I appreciate you, Uh, Dane. Say Dane's in here, not freaking jumping to Jake Aspen. What, What the what the what the hell, Joe? oh joe is still in here are you watching both <laughs> art says what's good y'all haven't been able to catch a live stream in a minute joe keep doing your thing i appreciate i appreciate that uh or i'm sorry my time move around so much but uh i'm gonna figure out a time never good f- never never good friday sat lives are you talking about, like never good for them or there's not other ones that you enjoy i don't know you guys tell me if for the people and there are people like when i ask questions who will legitimately like, email me and like give me pointers or like their opinions because i ask for people's opinions because i'm not you know i need them um let me know. Thursday or Friday. If, if I if I do Thursday, I just got to crunch the film. That's the only problem because like I usually get the film done by Thursday. So then Thursday is pretty much going to consist of me if I work that day, get home at 430, do whatever I got to do, do a film show from 5 to 7, and then talk to you guys from 7 or 8 to 10. So it's kind of really jammed. I, I think I'm going to do Fridays. Fridays at 5 or 6 are going to be my day, probably. <laughs> Charles uh, says, you think maybe this offseason we could spend some money on a playmaking safety? Um, I think this came up. I don't know if this was you last week, Charles, or somebody else. It, it's a possibility. The problem is the Jets are. I'm not going to say they're cash-strapped, but it's not like it's not like they're. You know, they, they have money falling out of their pockets this offseason. You need two tackles. You need to tackle to replace. You know, or or resign Quentin Jefferson, L. Woods. That has to be replaced. Um, you have to get another receiver. So receiver, tackle, tackle, backup running back. Um, tackle safety so like how much money do you have to throw around so can you spend 15 million dollars on Buda Baker? probably not you just kind of need a placeholder guy um i am of the mind of bring chuck clark back for whatever the price may be um you have you have so then you have chuck clark at starting strong safety you have uh you have uh adams at free safety you have ashton davis as your third safety and then bring in another vet bring in fucking uh uh what's the dude from um the niners who's, who is a free agent this year i think he only to sign a one-year deal um damn i forget his name maybe he went to the ravens or something i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure what 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 his name is but get it get another like cheap vet guy from from the niners i don't think they need to splash there joe do you work at a pizza place uh no (laughs) i did definitely not um no i just i just like honey on pizza that was a question you're asking i'm rocking with the voice effects okay we we got we got this one You're you're crazy you're crazy i like you (laughs) <laughs> um that was a little long for me that that, that sound but uh joe did you get your 10 year yet bud do you did did you get your 10 year yet but if so congrats um 10 year yet you're talking about like being um what the hell is that called being like uh vested is that talking about 10 years so it's the only thing i know about with 10 years of my job being vested but uh no i haven't i'm only i've only been on for three full years i was like a, i was like a class two and a lot of stuff before um but no i'm not vested or anything like that i'm I'm year three and a half right now, so I got about twenty two, twenty two more to go. Um, it's funny for me watching you, young guys, start having kids. I'm thirty. I'm not like I'm not super young, but if you started watching me from this from the start, I was twenty. I think I started all this shit in twenty fourteen. Maybe it was like my first bullshit podcast. I've been in for like nine years. Nine years about. So, uh, yeah, no, there it's, he's coming. He's coming in about five weeks from now. I'm, I couldn't be more any more excited. I really, I'm really not, or I really am, really, really excited. Okay, uh, ISU, thank you for coming through the stats. I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, Jets scored 31 in the first half at Green Bay against Favre in 2006. It was cold as all get out. Still remember BJ Askew warming up in shorts, always a great time. Wow, that's wild. Uh, is that from memory, ISU? That's a great memory, if that if that is. But 31 in the first half at Green Bay. Okay, so it's been two, two Almost twenty years since I've done anything like that. So, thank you for that stat, though. I appreciate that. Actually researching that, or if you remember that, hey, credit to you. Um, should have been using Conklin and Ruckert more early this offseason. Edward Edward Stewart, and you were probably here in, in you know weeks one, two, three, whatever it was when we were saying you know why why is why is Uzama you know on on the field. So, um, sorry, my, my dog just came in. Great, I don't know if you. Get, there you go you can see him he came in and say hello so i like my dogs more than you guys or my dog more than you guys so i gotta say hello <laughs> all right uh dano says drugs are bad but in hindsight at least i time my stint with them for the same error that hundred percent of jets fans wish they couldn't remember what kind what kind Dane? you're talking I'm, I'm assuming you're talking some heavy some, some heavy stuff silver, line, like silver lines extra line, so that's great Jamal adams got burned again in coverage you guys saw that this uh this this past week but he did sauce is afraid of interception He's very SWAT happy. He's also not targeted a lot, but no, there are some times where I want to see him pick a ball off, you know, but overall he's still been, he's been, he's been fine. Jamal can go kick rocks and pound salt. He's terrible. I'm glad we traded him away. He's a linebacker who's playing safety. He should just always be in the box. I I don't know why you're trying to play him in coverage. I have 500 plus 350 on the Jets this weekend. B Lee says, damn, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. That's wild. 500 I'm, I'm I'm assuming you just have it to spare right like you're not you're not living and dying paycheck to paycheck right now just throwing out 500 that would qualify as sentimental value joe so, oh, socks okay yeah I'm I'm not the best with english but yeah sentimental value yeah you're right oh, you're yeah, right <laughs> let's see okay I'm about 703 in the chat and I'm going to run through the rest I got a super chat again so okay, the- uh, Jake streams are entertaining, but I like your analysis and objectivity. Yeah, I appreciate that, Douglas. Um, there's different there, there's different stuff for everybody. You know, whether it be Jake or or Ryan or he has a new show like the roundtable thing. Um, you know, you I started like my Jets podcast stuff was with Tyson. Um, and let's Talk Jets, even though before that they were actually on Jet Nation when I started listening to them. Um, and the, you know they were always like brash and you know were, were more like fun. Um, there's different stuff for everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I. Go go listen to them, but but this is more of typically film type stuff and talk around that. But I, I I appreciate it. I appreciate it for sure. All different, but all good. Um, okay. In a twenty twenty three redraft is 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 tip and center one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. At, at least based on what JMS has done in his numbers and all that stuff. So good show. Go good show tonight, Joe. Appreciate that, Dakota. Even though you're bouncing around, probably. You got two streams up so i'm not even sure who you're listening to maybe jake's on one one side of the screen i'm on the other i'm just muted but i appreciate the view regardless again i'm just i'm just joking around a little bit 29 oh i thought you said i thought your your birthday was in then you just say you're 20 1994 how are you born in 1994 and turning 29 please tell me i'm not that stupid I'm so confused. I, I I don't know how that, how, that that math doesn't math to me. If you were born in 94, 93, oh, I just turned 30. Yeah, fuck, you know what, math did math. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, hold on, let me go back up a little tiny bit because I think I missed some stuff. And then I will, okay, hold on. I definitely missed some of your chats. Okay trade zach i'm tired of watching him get a better backup quarterback people are still traveling well this this last this last victory was was a quarterback win like that was him i was both well the defense obviously absolutely balling out like the defense more so than him but still he was he was part of it connor come fall down these stairs <laughs> yeah i don't really want to higgins i think he's helped out by having joe burrows as quarterback and he's been injured most of the year yeah yeah I, I'm, with, I'm with you um i think Hmm, I don't know. I don't want to watch more T more of T Higgins, but we're talking about like Mike Evans versus Devante. I get the appeal of Devante. The problem with Devante is you're trading him. He's he's let's just say he's $30 million. He's about that $30 million. Let's say Mike Evans is 10 or sorry, not 10, 20. Let's say Mike Evans is 20 million. Devontae is 30. Okay. About some so right about numbers. Would you rather have, would you rather have Devante and just Devontae, or would you rather have a Mike Evans Let's just say a second and a fourth round pick and a $10 million free agent. And I know the second and four, and a fourth round pick are going to equal out to $4 million this year, let's say, whatever the exact money is. So would you really rather have Mike Evans, a second, a fourth round pick, and a starting strong safety for $6 million a year? Which one's more valuable? You know, it's it's a legitimate question. I, I, I'm more of the Mike Evans and get me other players. I get if people want Devontae because he's a stud with Rodgers, et cetera, et cetera. So, um. I, uh, okay, hold on. Well uh, Sirhan? I haven't seen you in a little bit. But what's up? Long time no See exactly they just said. Uh, what's more important, wide receiver and O line? Uh, all I need to show you is that picture of. Uh, you guys know. I'm. I'm not sure if, if if Sirhan knows. You need to be protected to throw the ball. Now, obviously, they're in conjunction because if you get open quicker, then um your 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 offensive line doesn't have to hold up for as long. But offensive line all all day of the week for me, all day of the week. Uh aderon Adiron Adiran- ac on I'm just gonna call you Fly Guy. Fly guy. Uh Joe, I keep hearing some of these podcasters calling for Bakhtiari to replace Beckton. Personally, I'm a big hell no. Yeah, no, we've talked about this before, dude. Bakhtiari's split play- Not not me and you. I'm not I don't mean to call you dude like that because dude can be offensive. Not really. Depends, but like it it depends on the context. If somebody if somebody tweets me and they're like like their point and then bro or that point and then dude. It's like okay, we're so you want to fight basically. It all depends on context, but um the he's he's played how many games in three years, four years, let's see. Really quick, really, really quick. David t r e uh game log? Can I find that? Like PF, yeah, uh PFR. David diari has played in one game this year, eleven games in twenty twenty two, and one game in twenty twenty one. So you have two years of the last three. He's played one game, and the year he was healthy, he played, a basically like two thirds of the season. Why? No, absolutely not. Unless he's coming in in a situation where it's like you're gonna get four or five million dollars to be a backup, and when you're healthy, you play, I mean, you're fine or whatever. Obviously, that's not gonna happen. So Tristan Colon, that was like, guy I said I did not want to get rid of. By the way, RJ. I said I'd rather have him over Schweitzer, or Schweitzer. I'm not sure why they gave Schweitzer more money than him. I like Cologne better, but whatever. It's what it is. Glad they realized what, what young tight ends can do. How much of a hit will Uzama be next year? I, I thought they sent him as a cap. Yeah, I just said it. It's I, I forget exactly what the, the number is, but it's like 6 million save, 5 dead with some void years. Um, So I think you can get a better tight end than Yuzama for $6 million. Get a s- absolute stud blocker for $3 million, $4 million. Uzama does nothing. Uh, yeah, did yeah, code I got. I got it. I I just my math didn't math. I just turned thirty and I'm and I'm in ninety three. So I so you're now. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my fault. Mike Evans, sure hands. Yeah, uh, forty year old needs more protection. More more protection than my receiver, even if it's AR. Yeah, Rogers. The thing is with like Rogers is even if your guy's not creating a hell of separation, he can throw receivers open. You can't. And with that being said, I did say that that offensive line helps. Or our quarterbacks help offensive line more than people realize, but still, you need to be upright to throw the ball. And trust me, you see him with Zach, you see him with Sam, you see him with whoever. Once you start getting hit, you see those ghosts. That's legit. You start hearing footsteps. Uh, so no matter how good receivers are, if you're if you're hearing ghosts and throwing inaccurate balls, you are rushing whatever it may be. Not 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 good. Um, I'm an iron worker. I got pretty thick skin, literally, right? <laughs> Probably right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uzama is nothing but a cheerleader at this point, for sure. Uh, We need Zach to stay good and take some revenge. Fish won't know what hit him Sunday. Jets revenge game. TKO, Steve, um, 27 to 13. I haven't seen you in in a bit. TKO, Steve, um, still trying to figure out this situation over here, but I'll, uh, I'll shoot you a message or whatever. But um, I appreciate you guys. I am a little bit overdue. I went a little bit over two hours, which is completely fine. i going to try to convince my wife to watch Oppenheimer right now uh, or Avatar. We'll see. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys. I will see you next week on the film review and the stream Friday. Adios.